That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't gonna waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. So, uh, how much is you leaving? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? Better math, your boy a good look, but she my better half. I'm already bossing, already flossing. But why had a cake if it ain't got the sweet frosting? Yeah, 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 yeah. Keeping me on my A game without having the same name. They may flame, but shorty, we burn it up. The sag in my swag, pep in my step. Daddy do the Gucci, mommy and Giuseppe's. Yes, it's a G thing. Whenever we swing, I'ma need Coretta Scott if I'm gonna be king. I don't give a fuck if it's dark or not. I'm harder than me trying to park a Dodge, but I'm drunk as fuck right next to a humongous truck in a two-car garage, hopping out with two broken legs trying to walk it off. Fuck you too, bitch. Call the cops. I'm going to kill you and them loud-ass motherfucking barking dogs. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tells podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. And we're back for another episode. I think it's episode 58. Yeah, we retirement age now, ain't it? I, mean, well, I forgot what the number is, but we real close. And we got my boy Justin in here, uh, Jay White for you too, on Twitter. Uh, say what's up to everybody, man. Hello, everybody. Twitter fam, Facebook fam, and all iTunes downloading fam. Yeah. So we got uh, we got Jay in the house. He's trying to catch up to Will. No, yeah, since Will, you better, you better watch you watch your back, you. Yeah. Hey, book me for show number one hundred though. 100 you book me I mean I want to come in between but right. reserve show number 100 we might have to we have, might a, have a celebration that day might have to have an extravaganza <laughs> I know have all kinds of guests <laughs> I know for you people like a long podcast there might be a three hour podcast that night <laughs> yeah we got uh, we got a heated up race going down the stretch I know right <laughs> Rodney, Will, Justin everybody trying to catch up man um, well don't forget guys you can leave comments for the podcast on iTunes Automatic or Facebook. Uh, just search for the Black Guy with Tips on either one of those sites. And, um, you know, leave us a little comment. And uh, you can also call the show at 704-557-0186. And you can leave us a message. Um, and we really do appreciate the messages. We do. And uh, y'all want to get into some messages right now? We can. Alright, let me move this mic. And it's time to do some messages. Oh. Take it away. Oh, you got Oh, we're going to get into that. I never forget. What up, Rod and Karen? It's your boy, 
Walkless 901. I hate when people say 901 because it's not a fucking letter, it's a number. Anyway, I'm your first openly paralyzed podcast subscriber. Cool. Yes. There are a lot of download cripples out there online. But uh, I want to chime in about the article you had, man. So, the first thing that caught my mind was the lines at the beginning said to ensure disabled citizens live out of sexual fantasy like everyone else. Like, like, like we're not everybody else. Like we're, you know, fucking half pint short. I'll be left out in the closet and just thrown away. You know what I mean? It's like we're not people. We're our people like everybody else. I hate people out in public and they want to come and just want to add their two cents. And they don't really realize that's making it more, more hard for us. Cause now we got to sit here and just playfully talk to you like you are nice. Which really you're just giving pity and sympathy. And I'm like, okay, I appreciate the sentiment, but go on. I'm, I'm going to stop my bed. But, uh, so what they're doing is they're paying men to buy whores for health reasons. Does anybody else find out a problem? No. <laughs> but what about the female wheelchair users? Do they get, like, Deuce Bigelow's and Bigelow's and shit like that? You know, this sounds like another sequel. Like, like Eddie, Eddie Griffin did something with, uh, one of the UK government officials or some shit. Also, man, a hooker can't make you sexually self-reliant. If anything, a hooker will make you sexually dependent on your wallet. Because you don't pay for pussy. You're not learning anything if you're paying for pussy. So, also, <laughs> man, to me, I think it's something that's disrespectful to say buy them some pussy and they'll learn about love. Because the fact that we are paralyzed changes the entire process. There's an intensity that can't be reproduced by professionalism. So that's that's for me. You know, I can't speak for every paralyzed nigga in the world, but that's just me. It's, it's more mental than physical for me. Also, man, the whole violation of human rights. I think we all have the right to get laid. We all don't have the skill to get laid. So you pick it up. Listen to Mike and Shot. <laughs> but overall, man, I just think it's bullshit. I think a person love like can't be space hunted. But you know. They give me $400,000 a month, I'll probably sign up for shit. But no, uh, I don't stay on too long, man. I don't need counterclip and Larion telling me I'm on here way too much. Hey, Karen. What's up? I love your laugh, Ma. You got a great laugh. But y'all take it easy, man. I stay supporting the podcast and all that good stuff. Y'all take it easy. Alright man, so uh, hold on, let me move this mic back. Well that was an interesting voicemail. He uh, he seemed passionate about not paying, but at the same time paying for pussy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm on the impression that you're not paying for the pussy, you're paying them to leave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, what, what it stems from is there's this article that we read last week about... Uh, the the European government mm-hmm. paying for handicapped people to have prostitutes so that they can fulfill their fantasies the same way that normal people, as I like to call them, normies, do all the time. So, um, the basically, I I didn't even know that he was uh, paralyzed or whatnot. Um, even though his screen name is Walkless, and the co- when I look closer, he's sitting in a wheelchair. So maybe. I'm just the asshole for not noticing. <laughs> well, people have all kind of avatars, so how was I supposed to know? I'm sorry about that. We still love you. Yeah, but um, the uh, so anyway, I left. Uh, he was he was like, yeah, man, this is right in my wheelhouse or whatever. And no pun intended. Um, he, he was like, <laughs> so he was like, uh, 
let me, uh, I was like, hey man, why don't you call the show and comment on it? So, because I would like to hear from his perspective. It's easy for me to say if I think it's okay or not. But, um, ironically, he turned me against the program with his voicemail. Because first he was, first I was on their side, like, fuck it, man, we spend money on all kinds of shit. I don't mind throwing in a few pennies for handicapped people to get some pussy. What what do I care? You know? But then, with him saying, like, that's kind of like looking down on them and saying that they're less than, he's right. So fuck that, man. It's equal equal standing. I'm going to treat you just like an uh, equal. Get your own pussy. <laughs> yeah, get your game up. Yeah, man. I know he got game. I saw him try my, okay, you got a nice laugh. Nigga, I'm right here. I'm right here. Don't disrespect me. I ain't want to say nothing. Look, I ain't want to <laughs> say that. I keep, I keep game. Because I, I know you're going to have a conversation with Karen after I leave. You <laughs> <laughs> cheating on me, huh? Nah, but, uh, get nah. Get ice pack early for you, Karen. <laughs> I didn't even think about the fact that it might be demeaning, though, to people to say, like, Hey everybody, let's chip in and get this dude some pussy because there's no other so way. So bad for him. Uh, yeah. Well, you know the thing is though, be angry and take it out on the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like any single man that if she's like he said, if she good at her job, are you really turning it down? I don't know, man. I could like I ain't gonna front, man. I've never really been one to be like I want a prostitute. I feel like <laughs> if I can't get it on my own. That's one thing I don't want to have to pay for. It's one of them like, you need to make life changes when you have to start paying for sex. I'm sorry. I don't know. Who, I don't have a better way to say that. If, if you pay for sex and you listen to this, I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, at least throw some of them dollars our way during these donations. Uh, but if you're paying for sex, you know what I'm saying? That's like paying for water, man. It's free. It's everywhere. You don't even got to do shit. What you paying them to leave. I'm trying to tell you. I can you can get them to leave for free. <laughs> I, I don't know what what these dudes are doing wrong. I mean, I don't know. Kick them out. They yeah, most, the, most get out. They want to leave anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, I don't know, man. I guess maybe you got that kind of ego where you like everybody I get this dick to fall in love. <laughs> maybe maybe that's and what drives make you fall in love. Well, Karen, let me ask you: Have you heard of any of your friends or female friends at work talk about paying for guys? No, I know women that do. But I think in a women culture, it's almost Wait, family. you know women that do? That pay for sex? Like, to the clubs and stuff like that, but I don't know if they be having sex in champagne room and like that, but they're, uh... What kind of club? Like, strip club? Yeah, oh, like, okay. yeah, like the take them off, hot, greasy, sweaty. No, we they not talking about the strippers. Buffet? They don't go for the food at the strip yeah, club? Yeah, they go for no. the wings. But, you know, I... I Best buffet in town is at the strip club. So I've been told. (laughs) I think for men and women, it's kind of different. Because most women, honestly, kind of frown upon that. Who wants hot, sweaty balls in your face, sweating on your balls? Well, this dude is not talking about strippers. (laughs) This this dude's not talking about strippers. He's talking about prostitutes, sex, not balls just being in your face. (laughs) Talking about actual sex. But I guess for women, because most, with the exception of some women, most women are always the prey. So they always are being approached. It's always being presented to them. So they have an option of whether or not they want to. So I think for most women, and on top of that, I'm not even going to lie, for most women, sexes don't run their world. Like, it ain't something they got to have. For some people it is now, for your nympho folks out there it is. But for most women, it's like, okay, I get today, alright, I don't. You know, it's not something that 
uh, most women are willing to pay for in the first place. I could take my money and go shop with some shoes, go buy some clothes. Like that, that to me, that's a higher high almost. Yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of funny because even when I read that article, I assumed it was mostly for men. Not, oh, yeah. Like, I didn't even oh, think yeah. it was like so handicapped. Because, chick. because you're talking I mean. about leaving. Yeah, I got most definitely leaving and uh, go, you know, buy some shoes or some pocketbooks or something like that and be just as happy. I don't know. I think if I was handicapped and, you know, I can't like him walk less. Mm-hmm. I think that would be cool to play the game, have some chick come over, you know, kiss on me while I'm playing the game. That would be cool. Well, he might be able to do that on his own, which is, I guess, that's where he's feeling insulted. Yeah. Well, no, it's he's like, saying he got game, but I'm saying yeah. for the less, for the less right. <laughs> but for the But, like, that's where, that's where it comes in. That's where it's fucked up. And that's that's how he convinced me. It's like if you don't have game, you just don't have game. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. I can't me taking pity on you because you're handicapped. I'm not gonna take pity on the next man for him not having no game. I'm gonna laugh at Gary when I see him at the Y. It's got nothing to do with uh, you know when I see Vic talking about women. I just be like, nigga, you lying. That's that's. I don't say if he was handicapped, I wouldn't be like, oh no, now you're not lying because you handicapped, like. I feel him on that, so anyway, like man. Every man for themselves. Every man for himself when but it you comes know, but to think vagina. about it though. With and with Vic in particular. Like mm-hmm. it we almost want to create a charity to help him get some of like <laughs> not no. to reproduce. Like you don't want him to ever reproduce. But <laughs> if he got some, don't you think he might be a little different? Hey, you slander him. <laughs> you slander him. Alright man, let me uh play this next voice. Hey, Vic, my dude. Yeah. Shout out to Vic anyway. Shout out to Vic in Minnesota, man. How about you? Alright, here go the next voicemail. Hey Rod Cares. This is Dana Fine. I promise you this will be a much shorter voicemail message than the last one. Well, I just wanted to be I guess one of the first people for this coming season to bring up the topic of paying the players in college football. I know some people have done the math and they say it's possible if it is so be it but i just want people to realize that if you pay the players in college football you're going to have to pay everybody not only in football but the basketball players but the, the guys on the wrestling team if you have those also according to title line you're going to have to pay the women's teams too which would be cool but i know some people are saying well you know why are we going to pay for the, the, the women to have a stipend or whatever also. Well, I mean, it's the entire line, the, the, the three prong, uh, <clears throat> the three prong layout that they have <clears throat> that make sure that women aren't discriminated or other minorities aren't discriminated, um, within, uh, it's the educational practices. So you're going to have to pay them. And I'm willing to bet my life that if there's any issue over this, you will hear from Gloria Allred. Gloria Allred is like the, the shakedown queen when it comes to situations like this. She will get paid. Gloria Allred is like taxes. She will get paid or else. So if all this comes together, this perfect storm, uh, people want to get paid. Everybody's going to have to be paid, women and men. So that's all I wanted to say. Love the show. Keep up with what y'all doing, and I will continue to listen and spread the word. Bye. All right, man. Thanks for uh, calling in Magnum Prime. Um, the first thing I say, all right, Gloria Alred is the same woman that basically helped Tiger's mistresses all foul suits against him. Oh, that's the lady. Yeah. Oh, so. hell yeah, they gonna get paid. Yeah. So, I mean, even if they don't get money, she gonna make she gonna embarrass you. I mean, she'll go on TV. 
Yeah, am, am, am I, me and Roderick, this is something me and Roderick has talked about for a while. At first, I could understand them. Like years ago, I could understand them, especially when you had segregated colleges and things like that. But schools just didn't have the money. And as many people was going to college, I could understand you not uh, paying the athletes. But nowadays, things can't work. Y'all basically say you either you, you, you play ball, you practice, we ship you all across the country, you miss two weeks for this and three weeks for that. So they have no source of income. I'm fine with you paying. And the reason why I'm fine with you paying is because for the university, this is all about the money. Everybody's switching conferences now. Everybody making these contracts. You're making million-dollar deals with ESPN. And, 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 and this is just my personal perspective. Why is everybody making money off of me but me? That's the problem I have with it. That's why I say they need to get paid. And on top of that, a lot of female sports and like lacrosse and some of these other sports, they lose money. Okay, if it wasn't for some of the more predominantly money-making sports like basketball and football, these sports wouldn't even exist a lot of times. So if you're going to pay, I say pay everybody. But I do think it needs to be according to how much your particular conferences bring in. The more money your conference makes as far as basketball football, it should suffer down like that. We don't know a lot of people are going to say, no, it should be even across the board. But that's not so. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know who the hell plays on the cross. I don't know who the hell plays <laughs> golf. But I do know number 24 scored a touchdown. I do know number 5 passed the field goal. I do know when I go... Past field goal, I mean, past the touchdown. And I do know that when I go in the footlocker, when I go in the champs, I see your jersey. I don't see a golf club with, you know, somebody who's nobody selling me the same thing. And that's why I say if you're going to pay them, pay them. Yeah. I think the hypocrisy of it makes me more upset than anything else. I just don't like the idea of telling somebody, you have to do something that you won't get paid for. But at the same time, you can't take your career and be a professional. Like I, I actually would like it better if they would just remove the like you need to stay in college from these from the like you want to make me happy, make everything look okay to me. Just take out that mandatory you have to come to college because most of these niggas should not be in college, man. These no. are not people who are there to get educated, no. and the schools have no interest in really educating them. Like no, no. they're just they're just fronting using that education as like a shield to hide behind. Like but but we give them an education. Really? Are, are you really? Are you really giving no, them an education? They do get a monthly check, but uh, it's yeah. nowhere compared to what the university makes. Right? They do get a monthly check. So yeah, they get a stipend. I mean, I, I I know that a lot of schools they give you like a stipend, and one way to get your stipend is to live off campus or live in some type of apartment housing where it's like we'll send you a check. But when you see like what the NCAA is doing to these programs right now and cracking down on every little yes. thing they're doing, like. It's quite obvious who who they're really trying to penalize here. It's like, oh wait, that player went out and was popping bottles. Fuck that. We shut the school down. Like, come on, man. I see the message here. Niggas, get in line. Get your ass back out there on the hot field and play for free. Like, who did Reggie Bush really hurt? Right. By getting his parents a house. I mean, at the time, like nobody. Nobody, nobody was hurt by him getting at the time. Yeah. Nobody was hurt. Everybody got helped in that situation. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and it made, like, it. the thing the NCAA doesn't really understand is the happier they players are and the more limelight they get, the more people will actually go to college right. and play college ball. And they'll get more attention, not just during March Madness or at the Rose Bowl. Now, I talked to my um, boy Derek about this, and we, um, I wish he would come on the podcast because this is one of the first things I before I even had the show. I was like, "This is one of the things I would love to talk about" because it was a, a I did it. I thought it was brilliant. 
Uh, but since it's about 60 episodes, he ain't showed up yet. That nigga ain't coming. <laughs> so, um, his Appreciate idea, you. Yeah, his <laughs> idea um, was, what if we take the um, take the players and, and you just fill out basically insurance forms on them paid for by the college? Not by your agent, not by your family. The school puts in on your insurance, basically. And they basically say, look, you blow a ligament, then you get a million dollars or whatever. You know, like, depending, in the, you know, you, you basically have to find out, like, these are the dudes that could go pro. You know what I'm saying? So you have to look at, it like, look, you went to this, whatever this camp was or whatever the fuck. And, yes, you, you're definitely on the radar to be a professional uh, athlete. We want to ensure you so that if you do blow out a ligament, playing for free, or, you know, I say for free, obviously there's some shit they get, but I'm saying for free compared to what they're, what they're making the school. Mm-hmm. Then, then, yes, we will foot the bill on some insurance to make sure that you basically don't end up as a nigga that blew out his knee and never got a check. You know what I'm saying? I would be okay with that because it's like, alright, well look, you're playing on the wing in a prayer hoping so, you make it to the NFL. That's a win-win yeah. situation. Right, exactly. If you get hurt early, at least you get something. You know what I'm saying? If you get, because the only thing that really bothers me, especially with football, is that dudes are gonna get hurt. Yes, they are. It's a physical sport, yes, and it is. when they get hurt, their their potential for earning goes from like uh, millions of dollars to zero in a in a ligament. You know what I'm saying? The Panthers, they they lost a lot of key people in preseason. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. So, and not even counting, dude, not even counting like Virginia Tech losing two running backs for the season. Before the season started last year. Like, shit like that, that to us is more like, damn, that's messed up. But once the game starts, we don't really care about those dudes. It's like, yeah. I just want to watch what's on the field. That's right. This other dude becomes a good running back. Now, I don't know what happened to the last two dudes. <laughs> that's right. They could be back on the team right now. One could have been a senior. I have no idea. They might never make it to they the back NFL. They're back in their neighborhood. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Working you, at the grocery store. A lot of people don't know this, too. Scholarships are a year-by-year thing. Scholarships are not... They don't give you a four-year scholarship. This isn't like uh, academics. You have to basically get earn your scholarship every year. So when they tell you, like, oh, we're giving this dude a free education, let that motherfucker not play good for a season and see what happens. And you know, you do have a good point because everybody doesn't get a scholarship. No, exactly. Like, only, it's only, no. like, what, maybe 10 players off a of football That's team? Right. That get 10 that, to yeah, depending on, um, depending on the school, I think, like, some schools you can get 55, but you got to think about the totality of an actual college team. It's not just... 55 people, it's like, okay, we got these people that see the field, and you got partial scholarships, like, it, everybody's not getting a free ride, Mm-mm. and so I'm saying, you look at the dudes that are the main players on your team, uh, and you basically have to say, look, we need to find a way to ensure these people, and you know, the, in the majority of the time, they'll make it through the season, they won't have a catastrophic, like, career in the injury, nobody will really have to kick out too much money, and you just reload and do it the next year. But on that off chance that you do end up with a dude that has a future in, in as a professional athlete, having a career in the injury, he's covered. I feel better. Y'all feel better. The player feels better. And it's like no harm, no foul. But the system as it is now, it's yes, it, it's exploitative. I, I mean, I, there's no other way around it. Yep, yes, it is. And the thing that makes me mad and kind of pisses me off when these people come with this lame excuse about how the how they're not old enough to make a decision 
for their future as far as their income. Right. But you let them do something illegal. You let them have a gun. They're enough to go man. to jail. They're, they're old enough to get locked up. They're old enough to have bail. I mean, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like if that's the that's case, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the part that upsets me is for the fact that you set them in a scenario, and not all, but a lot of them, and I, I, this is just my personal opinion, I think it's because the majority of them come from poor backgrounds. Not all, but from poor backgrounds. So a lot of them go to university. A lot of them the first ones to go. A lot of them, once they make that money, they never go back. A lot of them, especially at the bigger universities, let's keep it real, they don't go to class. They don't know who their professors are. None of this stuff. So for you to turn around and tell me it's about education, Go jump well, off a bridge. It also starts young. Like we we like to start caring about them when they get to college because we can see them on TV and shit. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these kids been having their ass kissed and passed through classes and all that since they were little kids. Yes. So they're not prepared for responsibility. So you put them on a college campus and the first time they get in trouble, you can turn on every talk radio and there's some 35 plus year old white dude berating a kid what I consider a kid yes if you're under the age of like 21 22 you're a fucking kid I was a kid when I was 20. I didn't know what the fuck was going on yes I could drink and drive at the same time sometimes but um <laughs> like you can vote and you can go to war but you ain't really an adult yet like you just can't you have adult responsibilities and adult consequences but you ain't really an adult so like they want to turn around and put the whole shoulders of like college programs on a 20-something year old kid and be like, you know, what's Marvin Austin even doing tweeting? Like, because he's fucking 20. He don't that's care. Right. That's what all history is. Yeah, you're 19. You're not thinking, I have a university and a responsibility yeah. on myself. Like, he's not getting paid to play. He's he's thinking that popping bottles is a good thing. He's not thinking yeah. about what is this going to do to the sanctions of the NCAA. So, it, it's funny when you, and the hypocrisy lies when they fuck up. And you want to put all this shit on this kid, but let the second that that kid is like, you know what, man, I'm such a responsible person. I'm, you know, I I gotta know the consequences of everything. I would like to go to the NFL on my own. Let me just find out the consequences on my own. Maybe I don't make it. Maybe I do. I would like to go there as a sophomore. And people be like, no, man, these kids are too young. You gotta protect them from making these mistakes. Like, oh, so now you give a fuck, right? Well, it's funny because I, I do have a relative that um, he's been going to different colleges uh, for football. And, you know, his days are always scheduled when it's a nice party on campus. And they always have whoever, show, whichever player is showing him around, right. they always go to that nice party and have a good time. So it's kind of ironic. you telling me to not pop bottles and go to the parties right. and, and not engage in that social life. But when I come to the school, it's really all you show me. You show yeah. me the weight room. Show me the field. Yes. I meet all the coaches. They play your name on that intercom. <laughs> I guarantee they are not they are not taking these kids into classrooms like, so this is where you'll be learning English our English curriculum curriculum. Did I tell you our business department is one of the fine man, they could give a fuck. You wanna get professor <laughs> Yeah. Hot yeah. He is really into <laughs> yeah. I can tell a man of your sensibilities like Shakespeare. Alright, so let me uh, get to the next voicemail real quick. Let's see here. Well, it's the boy D. Pumper. Pumptastic. Coming at you. Pumper Valley status, nigga. Girl ain't satisfied, nigga. <laughs> that was not V. Pumper, man. I've been listening to his mixtape today. I know what he sounds like. 
But I did email him to see if he could come on the show. So is that what that guy said? I couldn't. He sounded like Waka Flocka to me. I couldn't. <laughs> I thought I was going to start shaking my head and bouncing around at him. He said it's your boy B Pumper. Oh. So. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, I'm Ty Diamond from uh, Twitter, and uh, I'm a first time caller and uh, I guess the first week listener. I found you guys because I was a. Uh, Looking for uh, some Brian Pumper on iTunes. <laughs> 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 I heard him on uh, the James Fox thing. They he said he had stuff on iTunes, but he did. But I ended up finding you guys, and I thought he was on the podcast. So I, I heard it and read the stuff, and finally find out he was related to that dude. But um, I mean, after you know, I heard the first show. It's just like you guys are really good, and uh, I went back and I, I downloaded all your um. I can't talk to and uh, um, right now I'm down with all of them, so I'm up to date, and uh, it's probably one of the best things I've probably ever listened to, and uh, I just want to tell you guys to uh, keep up the good work, you guys really do bring a unique um, thing to the, I guess the podcast world, but just uh, radio in general, if you want to include the internet, um, well, but, oh yeah, um, I have some stuff I want to say about uh, Drake, I think he's probably one of the best emo rappers of all time. <laughs> I, I have the same opinion with you, uh, Rod. Uh, I, he, he tricked me. <laughs> he tricked me too. I thought he was gonna you know, come a little bit harder than that that album, but uh, I think it failed. Like he just went platinum today or this past week, and um, I think that shows like a lot of people maybe um, felt tricked too. But if I heard that album, I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> I want this stuff, right? So yeah, he's probably the best emo rapper. Okay, fuck that. Um, I saw the Dangerous Club on Ox, and I like. I guess I don't realize how many men watch that show, but they should probably add some more men commercials or watch out with that uh, feminist stuff. Like I saw a commercial for Ultra Thin Pads, <laughs> and no one was asked before, "Do you really want them as thin as like paper? Like, right, isn't it supposed to be a little big to catch all that stuff?" <laughs> um, Antoine Dotson, I mean um, Brandy. Like, she's like a lesbian racist. And uh, <laughs> that's kind of ridiculous. They may need to take her off of that show, off the show. And um, the damage she does to everything on there. And the house, like, she probably done more damage than the house is worth. Like, how did she just break stuff like that? Um, Kat, she looks good. But, like, the thing about her looking good is that you, uh, you forget about her craziness. Like during the weekend, I guess, and then you see on the show, and it's your mind, you like, why are you, like, think about hitting it? Because how great she is. And, uh, I think Kayla, she looks like the, the ugly sister out of the bunch. Like, if everybody looks good, and, like, she's, like, the one that's like, oh, they ran out of good looking games for her. And, uh, girls are just extremely messy in this rat house, and it's just, uh, I, I thought girls were a little bit better than that, but, uh, wrong. Uh, so anyway, uh, keep up the good work. I uh, hope, uh, call in later on to get my opinions and stuff on the other, other things but I don't want to be too long my first call uh, peace alright thanks Ty Diamond for calling in man uh, yeah it was a little long but uh, we appreciate the comments man it, that is a crazy coincidence that he found our show looking for Brian Pumper music how, how about somebody tweeted it was saying that Brian Pumper was uh, leading like the trend, uh, trending thing and they said he think it has something to do with us. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why people hate me. He is living his dream. 
Can we just all sit back? I mean, if we can stop hating on like the situation, then why can't we stop hating on Brian Pumper? They living their dream. That's not his fault. Uh, yeah. Fishburne didn't do his job as a father. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had to take advantage. Yeah, he just—if anything—he's fulfilling that role. Um, he stepped and, in and doing Fishburne's job. And he was bringing up how Kevin was there. Um, Kevin was talking about how he found out. He was related to Brian Pumper secretly. Yeah, and, uh, undercover. So he yeah. must have been listening to that episode. Yeah, but his fan was looking. He was like, what are y'all doing? Y'all don't even, you know, old people don't even use the internet. That's like, you know that boy? That boy that used to be related to your uncle? We think that Brian Pumper. Yeah. <laughs> so. But he said he listened to all the episodes. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Of, that's that's nice, a lot of fucking listening. That's yeah. a lot of listening. We thank all you day. very, very much. Yeah, you must, yeah, dude, you must really like the show. We really do appreciate it, man. Um... And we are trying to be, be unique and bring something different to the podcasting world, the radio world, whatever. So, uh, I definitely have never heard anything like our show, and I hope to keep it that way. Um, Let me ask you, uh, off, off topic from his voicemail, if somebody um, was like, listen, you know what? We've been listening to the podcast. We want you to start hosting our radio show. Would I do it? Would you be like, fuck that, I ain't selling out to the man. Yeah, I don't know, uh, we'd <laughs> have to see what the check looked like. <laughs> yeah, we have to see what the check looked like. And I would just like to say, good morning. This is a black guy who tips, and you're on your way to work. It is 7.15. Let's pump the county skies. I'm on it. I'm on it. I've already worked on my radio voice. I've already worked on it. Waka waka. Yes, we do the bells, the signals. Don't touch that dial. It's got jam on it. On your morning drive. Anyway, man, so let's get into our next song, some Brian Pumper with the new Oh, and it's Shade. Um... But yeah, man, definitely. Um, you know, we appreciate them listening. And um, the commercials on the on the on the the ops, uh, we saw one last night uh, for the nouveau ring. Was yes. that it? Yes, look like you would die from that stuff. Oh my gosh! What is it's that? a nouveau it's a, ring? It's, what, it's what a form it? of a contraceptive. Oh, okay. And what it is is that you like use it so many days, take it out, use it so many days. But the side effects was off the chain, dude. The first fifteen seconds of this like minute long, maybe minute and a half commercial. Well, about what you actually do. It's like you just insert the Nuvo ring and it protects you from getting pregnant for up to nine weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. The next like 45 seconds to a minute and 15 were all side effects. <laughs> of how this to kill you. It was like, do not take this if you have heart problems. If you've ever had, uh, if you drink alcohol. Do if not you, smoke. If you breathe. If, yeah, if you smoke. <laughs> Women who have been pregnant have some such and such. I wonder, and them one of the side effects for the female. Yeah. Imagine what it does to the guy. You know, that's a good point. I've never seen one of those commercials that talks about if the dude gets side effects. Maybe it's just that men are designing it, so we just already know to take that. It's like, oh, no, we can't use this one. It it does something to the men. Now, the only ones I've heard, now, there's some men commercials that um, have certain medication for, like, hair loss. Uh, penis enlargement. Well, they'll tell females do not take this due to birth defects. What is in that pill? Because one of them is like if um, women who are pregnant should not touch pills with jagged (laughs) edges or broken. What the fuck does it do? (laughs) What is the side effect? Is it like is it like the day? Is that how they created the day after pill? They was like, oh, you know what else you can do with this propecious? <laughs> if you just prick somebody with it, man, that is instant miscarriage. Like, who would, who would design that? And why is that still on the market? Yeah. How did you find, yeah. out, did you find right. out? Somebody messed around and did that. That's yeah. what happened. Who was the first scientist to be like, oh, no, I lost my baby. And then be like, well, what, what did you do different? I, I don't know. I ate the same thing. I've been... 
working out. Oh, I picked up that pill and it did prick my finger. Hmm. Throw a bag Go of on. Pills at you. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Let's got this, Danny. Uh, I shouldn't be saying this because there's probably some brother out there right now. <laughs> Just real nervous about this situation he got. <laughs> some chick. Too. He just breaking. He just breaking Propecia right now. Take a new ring. Sorry about that, dog. <laughs> he just throwing Propecia on the ground, broken pills, hoping she step you know on one. I'm gonna run her bath. Yeah. <laughs> Line it up with these pills. It's bad too. Along with <laughs> Epsom salt, we got to do Epsom salt to cover it up. Baby, go ahead and drink this water. I'm almost sick. Who I knew you had a hard day at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christian in Hawaii, no sir. And like I said, I never forget. The official weapon of the podcast is bullet ball. No, no, the taser. Okay, my bad. Got him back with y'all. And the unofficial <laughs> sport of the podcast is bullet the taser. Ball. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's bullet ball. Yeah. Bullet ball extreme. Yes, we got a bullet ball taser going though. We just gonna combine it. And don't forget, guys, y'all can uh, definitely go to uh, Facebook and copy and paste the links to our episodes in there, and it'll play on your Facebook page. That's y'all new uh, game. Uh, taser Extreme. Taser? <laughs> taser Extreme. <laughs> I don't know if we can play with tasers. I don't know if we should it's be. It's almost like tag. You it. <laughs> <laughs> you are it. And, <laughs> and they got different type of tasers. The Dude. close and personal or the kind that shoot out. <laughs> Somebody wrote us last week and said that... Uh, this dude said the taser was worse than getting a beat down with Billy Club. Uh-uh. He said if he had to pick, he would take the beat down. I was like, <laughs> damn, I'm, I'm actually more impressed by the taser now. I liked it even more than before. How did yeah. you find it out? Uh, he said it was some dude on YouTube sending a back of a squad car that just got he had just got tased. And he was talking about how bad it felt and how you would rather take the beat. And I was like... He seemed like he's experienced both of those things. <laughs> I'll take his word. Um, so we got a couple of responses on the blog. Uh, I put a new post up with just like 10 random things I was thinking about. Cool. Um, this is Anonymous again. The one who gave you the pimp podcast tip. Thank you, dog. Thank you very much. That's for who are those guys. Uh, just call me Anon on the show. I need my shout out, man. For real. You stated Takers was good. That movie sucked. Shout out to Chris Brown and his brother, No, 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 Only in Set It Off. Please see ah. F. Gary Gray for instructions. T.I. was talking way too fast. Only works in the hood. Insert ATL. The people next to me kept talk- talking about Idris' accent. I wanted to slap them so bad because his wire voice was his actual accent. Yeah, a lot of people don't know it. it, it that dude, Idris, the dude who played... Um, uh-huh. Yeah, he's actually from, like... Europe or some shit, yeah. He not he not from here. He, he's just that good of an actor. Um, at least he's able to cover his accent. He's so good an actor that, but Monty Jones still hate him for playing Stringer Bell. And you know what? The whole time <laughs> we was watching, I almost started to break that out, but I kept saying, "This this is not it. I'm in the wrong, <laughs> wrong scenario." Google is free and reading is fundamental. The hotel room <laughs> shout out, uh, shootout escape by going into the attached room. Spoiler alerts all over this shit. I'm sorry, y'all, but y'all probably ain't gonna see Takers if you ain't seen it by now. Or download it. Or da- yeah, or downloaded it for free. So, uh, or, you know, skip ahead a minute if you don't want to hear this shit. Uh, the shootout escaped by going into the attached room and putting the bed up against the wall. No, sir. The Western shootout by the plane, ugly. I hate things that imitate real life that just wouldn't happen. Which leads to the point of this rant. What has happened to the state of movies? It seems movies are dumbed down to the ma- so the masses can understand them. What has happened to the classics? Even Scorsese's Departed showed this with him 
explaining every single thing. I felt like he held me hostage in the theater. With Takers, I felt like they did the bait and switch. Those previews look good and the movie sucked. I figured out the plot 30 minutes into the movie. Rod and Karen, your take. Um, first of all, I enjoyed the movie. I thought the shit was gonna suck when I looked at the trailer. I did too. And the reason I thought it was gonna suck is cause T.I. Chris Brown, uh, Hayden Christensen and Paul Walker are the fucking stars. It's got one actor in it. Yes. yes. There's one yes. actor in the movie that I respect. Like, everybody else in there is playing themselves. Nobody's even really acting, dude. Like, everybody just showed up and was like, T.I., put on this suit. And that was it. That's why people expect their lottery tickets to be good. Oh, I the hell know to that one. Like, I lost a little bit of respect for a nine for watching that trailer and thinking it would be good. I told everybody on Twitter, I said, when I saw Takers, the first thing I thought is these niggas need to take her some acting lessons. Because <laughs> nobody, I've never seen these dudes hold a movie down by themselves. And like I said, the dude, uh, Idris Elba or whatever, he was good on the wire. You know what I'm saying? But I've, I've never really seen him do a lot of different shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, the shootout scene and stuff like that, I don't really, one of my big pet peeves is fans who say, I want the movie to be more real. Nigga, it's a movie. Stay stay home and watch Discovery Channel or a documentary if you want to see reality. Like, the fact that it's in a movie means, like, yeah. what do you think that when people have shootouts, it really slows down? Like, it's, it's yeah. obviously a movie. They're making it cinematic. And, I mean, there's a scene, yes, there's, there's a couple of illogical shootout scenes, yes. I just don't give a fuck. Like, the, I didn't expect much from the movie. I ain't gonna say I got a lot from it, but... Yeah. It was definitely watchable. It was definitely better than I thought it would be. Yeah, because me and for a lot of people out there, for y'all to know, me and Roger watch a lot. Well, he watch more than me, but we watch a lot of movies. And if you think that bad, nigga, you ain't seen bad. Yeah, it's a lot of worse movies. I, I yes. expected for it to be more like Belly. Like, right. It's it's a movie that obviously when you look at the people that's in the movie you're like oh okay they didn't have a lot of budget money right. to make this movie so isn't the graphics and all the other stuff is not gonna be that good dude the trailer's not even good the only reason the trailer is passable is cause it has a hot T.I. song in the background yeah that's it too. it's really just a bunch of cli- look at the clips it's a bunch of cliches of people that can't act saying cliches to each other and then it just shows like the uh, the music in the background so it'll just be like T.I. Turn the Idris album album being like, I won't back in, homie. This or this is business, not personal. I guess maybe he maybe he's a Ti fan maybe. or a Chris Brown fan. That's why he expected more. Cause Chris no, Brown I, did do his thing though. He hit at least seven or eight women. I'm not bullshitting. And a few men <laughs> in this too. movie, yes. He hit a lot of women in this movie. I was like, did this shit get recorded before or after the incident? Because probably did. I don't know because it don't seem aged. You know what I'm saying? It seems like it happened currently. It's, but, oh, it's new, but I mean, they played in the women like to be hit apparently. <laughs> he, and I, and there's no there's no disrespect to the women that like to be hit. But if that's your thing, I mean, because he didn't lose that many fans. In every chase, in every chase, that's true too. <laughs> in every chase scene, if it was like a choice between him like pushing down a woman and, or a man to get, have him get out the way when he was running from the cops. He always pushed the woman down. Like, at one time, he hit both of them at the same time. I was like, well, that's a little more even. But he was beating the shit out of some women. Did anybody notice that 
Also, too, they are really short, like him and T.I., so yeah, you don't really expect for him to not hit women. Like, when Yeah, I, of course, he has to. I mean, I understand. Like do you, like Lil Wayne, do you ever expect for him to really get into a fight with another rapper, even though he talked no. tough? Like, I mean, if we can give the handicapped prostitutes, then we should at least give short guys the right to punch people. I understand. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Hyena commented on the blog, and they he or she says, good thoughts, especially the drive through one. Because I said, um, I always am amazed when I see a woman that's over like the age of 20 that looks good working in the drive-thru. It's like, what went wrong in this situation? Yeah, teenagers from another thing. There's always some simp willing to at least let you sit at their house. Um, but regarding the founding fathers, because I made a point and I said, look at the founding fathers. Them niggas just look like they ain't like black people. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... I don't really know what the, how else to put it, but if you look at that at them dudes and think, nah, they was probably pretty cool. Like, no, nah, they. I think I get a completely different vibe than what a lot of people get from them. And the picture, you know what I got from that? Cause I was like, oh, let me go look at the old picture of them signing. You know what I was thinking? At first, when they was filling out, and then they was like, wait, we just let go of our slaves. <laughs> yeah. And that's. <laughs> And that's what that's the expression they got. Like, wait, did I just sign that? <laughs> well, the founding fathers really didn't give a fuck about the slaves. They didn't even write us into the shit. Um, all right, this is what I wrote. You know how we worship the founding fathers? What if we had a time machine and brought them back, and they acted like retards because of all the technological advances? Like they would be mystified by the invention of toilets and cars and things we take for granted, like racial equality would completely piss them off. So, um, and you know, in my mind, I had this picture of. Us just having them walk through a mall or something and being like, "You let your niggers free? What are you doing? Where's the ropes? Where's the chains? Yeah. What's going on with all these lights? This nigger just bumped into me. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't even say excuse me. Um, so it's, they say, uh, but, but regarding the founding fathers, they had toilets back then. The technology for water flushing toilets existed around 3000 BC. I'm pretty sure those rich elitists had used had used a water flushing toilet. Unless you mean the toilets in Japan to do extra thing like lick you clean after oh. and give it a good shake. I don't know about them oh. kind of toilets. No, I don't, don't want to use them, no. Yeah, you might have sat on a dude. Also, <laughs> also, I think a lot of them would actually be happy to see equal rights for non-whites and women. Many of them did not share Jefferson's belief that black Africans were anything other than different in appearance. It was with Jefferson that the, I'm sorry, I can't even get through this being serious. Uh, it was with Jefferson that the social Darwinism began. So surely some of them at least would be delighted to see equality. First of all, Jefferson is the only cool nigga of the father fathers. Like he wiped a black woman and didn't even get married to a white woman. Now, of course, he couldn't just keep it on the up and up. So he had to treat Sally like a slave in front of everybody. But that was his, you know what I'm saying? That was his woman. You know what That's I'm saying? That's his way of not getting beat. Have you met any... Again. Think about this. Have you met any white Jeffersons? Right. So, that's, 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 the first, that's the first point. The second point, man, hell no. We like to paint... This is like the Martin Luther King thing. They did, so now we let them represent everything good, and they didn't do anything wrong. They would not have been happy to see equal rights for women or black people, or else they would have wrote it into the Constitution. They that's, needed. That's some, why they was tricked. They was like, "Wait a minute, this might not go the way we think it's gonna go." Yeah, I guarantee <laughs> that if you look at the original Constitution, they struck through white at least once. Where it's like, "We guarantee that all white men and are equal." What? 
Huh? Just take that out. Alright. The problem is, they probably had somebody actually writing down what they were saying. Yeah, a slave. And that person didn't write down exactly what they said. It's just like the right. Bible. That's why so many contradictions in the Bible <laughs> like in the Constitution. Dude, I, I, bet you, I bet you they had a slave writing down like uh, they're probably like, Christmas, you come here and write down this shit. And they probably was like, and white men will do this. And he just left out white. And then when they got done, they was like, why didn't you write down white? And he was like, oh, my bad, master. And they was like, well, we don't have time to redo this. So we don't got, this ain't, you know, I know Microsoft you, Word. I know you used you know? doing the feather we had. Because yeah. <laughs> think about it. They all had to sign it in different handwriting at the bottom. Yeah. It's, it's not their handwriting. Yeah, <laughs> they probably didn't even proofread it. <laughs> I just showed. They up. just left. They're like, let the nigger finish. Let's get yeah, out of it's here. It's just like now when the Congress show up for meetings. Like, I'm gonna vote for that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what hey, do I sign? Let me sign this. You fill this out later. They yeah. had one of their aides explain it to them. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I ain't really feeling the founding fathers the way that people claim to feel them. Cause I believe I don't give a fuck if they really was. Would be happy to see black people free. Then why wouldn't they have done it at the time? They had the, the power and the influence. Everybody had just fought against Britain to get their ass up out of here. We was on a high, and I'll guarantee you, as soon as we got their ass out of here, it was like, well, blackie, <laughs> back to the shed. Where the forty acres? Yeah, where's my forty acres? Exactly. I don't want the mule. Shout out to I'll, let, I want the I'll mule let Spike either. hold on. I'll let Spike hold on to those. Nah. That's the name of his uh, organization, <laughs> and company. Yeah. Um, uh, Rex Banner responded, ha ha ha, Rod's voice was mad mellow during this podcast. Must have been that Somnia juice. Appreciate y'all answering my question on the air. I feel like a celebrity for a sec. Shares a tear. Um, yeah, I was on that Somnia juice, but more importantly, I think I was a little hungover. Um, Triple Hate. <laughs> he said, you supposed to be the voice of SOHH, and you over here loving black women. <laughs> they don't love black women on SOHH? I, no, man. They hard on them Hollywood, man. <laughs> I, I don't know how them niggas exist in that reality where all women ain't shit, man. I love women. Especially black women. I love y'all. Um, so let's do some random shit real quick. Cool. Um, Brian Plummer mixtape is out. It's official. I heard you bumping it. Yeah. Oh, you heard me playing it? Yes, sir. I'm yeah. going to have to download it. I think my favorite song so far is this one called Fat Girls. And it's about how fat girls go out to the club and they be with the, the cute girls and they be hating on you and they be trying to keep their girls from getting in the porn game with you. I do like that song. That might I might put that at the end of the podcast. This is the best song, I think. <laughs> um, me and Karen... Oh, and also he repeated... He he, uh, he retweeted me because I told people, if you ain't bumping this Brian Pumper, then you ain't living your life right. <laughs> this is just man's dream, man. The least we could do is help him achieve it, man. Brian, we with you, dawg. We riding to the end, man, till the wheels fall out. Call oh, in, call in. Yeah, I tried to get him, uh, yeah, I, I emailed him and tried to get him on the show, but you know, he big time now. He doing Jamie Foxx. Did he ever answer what he does to make his hair look like it? Like, what wave texturizer he uses? I don't know, man. It might be on, uh, it might be on the Foxhole show. So, oh, also, man, I forgot to answer this the other day, but somebody emailed us and asked me what do I think about Jamie Foxx and the Foxhole, if I think that that's like, Cooning the kind of comedy they do and stuff. I don't know. It doesn't bother me at all. I don't really listen to it, but it's the same shit they do on their normal stand up. Yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> I only think I feel bad about is when Jamie apologized um, to what's that girl's name? Hannah Montana. What's her real name? Miley, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. I think he shouldn't apologize to that bitch because he was right. But whatever, you know what I'm saying. I think the proof of point sometimes you gotta stand up for your comedy. Like, look. 
you know I make jokes. Yeah. Sometimes people are gonna get pissed. I cannot apologize to every one of y'all. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. But he apologized anyway. Yeah, uh, she he never like know a when he got to. Yeah, yeah. Some he never know when he got to sing with her. What you talking about? Yeah. Going in the USA? <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Those will be hoes. Uh, I gave Karen uh-huh. my, uh, my silly band yesterday, and so we officially go together. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> so, and, and I must say, they look nice. Yeah, we went ahead and made it official, man. So. Yes, it was sweet. He gave it to me time. Will you be my girlfriend? I was like. I guess I'll be your girlfriend. Maybe feel like I was 10 again. I was like, uh, I guess so. So we go together now, and um, I wear mine too, and then never lose shape, just like my love for you. You know what? You might have to do another show on how to keep home happy. Uh, Man, I ain't about to give away no secrets. Um, <laughs> I, hate when, um I hate when people borrow something of mine, and then they treat it differently than I would have. I let this lady at my job borrow my iPhone cord because uh, she needed to charge up her uh, iPod and I had to leave like because I took a half day and I just said well put it back in my drawer so I came back and I'm sure she thought she was trying to help but she had like tied the cord around itself and then put it back in you're not supposed to do that yeah, with electronic with, cords. With no cords. Yeah, that's how shit breaks. And you get shortages and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and it just made me, because I, I hate bar, letting people borrow anything. Me too. But it just reminded me why I don't do it in the first place, man. And, like, I don't like when people used to borrow my comic books and bend the pages all the way back. <laughs> like, I would watch them do it in front of me and be like, nigga, have you ever seen me do that? <laughs> you have never seen me do that. Or take your video game and put their fake... Like lay it down flat on the on the data side. No, yeah. how about when they wipe they dirty <laughs> with they dirty ass shirt and wipe yeah. the side of it. Yeah. Oh man, I got you, dog. Oh, I messed your game up. Let me just wipe it on my dirty ass shirt. No. <laughs> no. Have you ever seen me do this oh, this shit? Scratchy ass wife beetle. <laughs> yeah, sixty dollars, seventy dollars going down the drain. Let me just borrow your car, run it into a pole, and just see how you feel about the shit. Can um, I borrow your microwave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I borrow your baby? Um. Netflix has an app on the iPhone now. Yes. It's sweet, man. You can do streaming to your iPhone and watch your instant. Like streaming cube on your phone, cool. like right in the palm of your hand, man. It's dope and it's free. It's the same, uh, like whatever you pay Netflix per month, it's the same yeah. charge. I know what pisses me off because Blackberry has been out forever. Right. Why they haven't cornered the market on this? They turning into the new Motorola. I mean, <laughs> they need to get their shit together for real. Yeah, they're real reactionary and also I think that, um, I get it, man. I Look, I know people say the iPhone can't get reception, makes terrible calls. I haven't experienced that many problems with it, but I can understand maybe some people have. You know, I also do live in a pretty large city, so that that's probably part of it, too. But, um, the, the iPhone is just like, look, man, fuck just the phone part. That's like the smallest part of why you bought this yeah, shit. That's right. I, for <laughs> real, I know I make calls, but I'm more about, you know, Twitter and Facebook. I'm more about playing Uno. I'm more about, you know, just doing yeah. stuff that I didn't know I had a problem for. When I'm content, let me know that it was a area in my life that was unfulfilled, and I will fulfill it with your phone. And playing a streaming movie in HD on your phone with no Wi-Fi connection, that, that you can't that, beat that's that. Not, you know what? That's like motherfuckers getting mad because their computer like, man, fuck, I don't want this internet. I just only want to be able to type papers for school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but it can kind of, like, it has a terrible word processor. You're like, yeah, but it does all this other cool <laughs> shit, too. 
And it still does work properly. I don't care. I bought it to type papers. <laughs> I bought it to talk. And you know what? I was listening to the radio and they did a study. And do you know they said it is 27% of grown ass people in our country that do not like computers and do not use the internet. I was like, who the hell are these him butt people in the middle of the forest that just said, screw computers? If I didn't have the internet, I guarantee you from whatever time I left work to the time the coffee shop closed, I would be at the coffee shop on my laptop <laughs> with yes. some damn internet. I would I would never be at home if I didn't have internet at the house. I agree, man. It's, it's ridiculous, dude. I don't know how people fight change so hard. Like, why fight change to the point of just being stupid? I could get, you know, I don't want you to just change my address or something crazy like that, but Changing shit for the better? <laughs> it's the same motherfucker that said, no, I'm not going to ever buy a car. I'm going to keep riding these horses. Yeah. <laughs> and in my bike. Yeah. And then, you know what? This, I, I think, this is just me. I think that Netflix took the pimping game from Walmart and was like, look, y'all can have the one shop stop. We're going to have the one movie stop. And we're going to put everybody ass out of business. And they did, man. Yeah, that's they my oh. Yeah, they was way off. <laughs> right, they phones cut off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, you ain't gonna reach Blockbuster. A lot of people confuse being mean with being honest. And the truth doesn't always have to hurt. Like, I think it's funny when people are like, man, people are all mad at me. I'm just being honest. Like, well, I'm pretty honest, too. And I don't always piss people off. I know yeah. when I'm trying to make them mad yeah. and when I'm just being truthful. That's right. It's a difference. There is a difference. Because yeah, it seen, comes across different. I've seen you Rod be completely disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you told somebody, I think I'll punch you in your face. <laughs> <laughs> you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I was just being honest. Like, but I was also being mean. That was the wrong thing to say at the time. You know what I'm saying? I knew what I was saying. And it was incredibly mean. But at the time, but like it's like one of those things where like I'm not gonna make a bullshit excuse about it and be like, man, I was just being honest with you, dog. I would have had to punch you in the face. No, I didn't have to punch you in the face. I was warning you that if you kept talking, it was gonna go down. And while it was an honest thing to say, it was also a mean thing to say, man. I could have said that in a nicer way. Yeah, because the thing about honesty, unless you're just a butthole, most people are gonna say, you know what? I agree with you. Like they'll have some some in them to go, okay, you're telling me the truth, versus you're just being nasty and attacking them yeah. and trying to say it's the truth. No, you're just being an ass. Yeah, my man Carolina Ware on Twitter basically summed it up and was like, people hide behind the truth hurts. Like, they hide behind that because, like, I'm going to hurt you and then I'm going to step back like I did you a favor. You didn't do me a fucking favor. Like, oh, man, the truth hurts, man. That's why I had to tell you that, you know, you, 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 you're ugly and you're, you're stupid. <laughs> like, uh, what? I feel, I feel better after you slap me. Yeah. <laughs> what about good, truthful things? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. You did so much for me today telling me that I ain't shit. And you were honest about it and I needed that. No, I don't need you. That's ridiculous. That wasn't some hate right there. That was some honesty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't like your shit. Um, the Telecom Thieves letter, I, I read this letter, um, and maybe it's getting around on the internet. Somebody emailed it to me. Dear Telecom Thieves, I guess Telecom is like an area in New York or something okay. like that, or some neighborhood. While I appreciate your initiative and hard work, I'd like to suggest you not break our window. There is an H&R block across the street, and I'm certain their computers are much nicer and newer than ours. I live in the, na- in the neighborhood and would appreciate you not stealing from a local nonprofit that provides services to sh- soldiers and veterans. Also, I will shoot you in the fucking face. 
thanks the management. And that's kind of how that's an honest letter. Now was that yeah. kind of mean or was that? No, nah, no, nah, that was that's just honest. Just, yeah, that was, he okay. did put thank you at the end. Yeah, he was being truthful. He was like, hey. You stealing our crummy stuff. The folks across the street, if you put like this, he putting somebody else on blast. If you want the good stuff, we ain't the place for good stuff. We non-profit. We ain't trying to make no money. We trying to help the soldiers and the veterans. But if I catch you in here, I'm shooting you. That's an understatement. <laughs> you can't get no honest in that. <laughs> so, um, we went to Max this week. and um, It was good. It was good. Max. But, yeah, you mm-hmm. ever been to Max? It's a uh, barbecue place. Um... They have them, I guess, all over the place. Uh, but I think it's called I think it's called like Max Grill or Bar and Grill. Grill. But uh, it's like a biker bar. A lot of white people be there. Oh, okay. But um, but it's not, not scary but it's not like that. that. Yeah, it's a yeah. biker. Like I'm a rich doctor, and I finally afforded it. I can finally afford that heart of y'all always wanted. I'll yeah, ride up they, there for Sunday brunch. Yeah, they ain't gonna cut you nothing like that. It ain't nothing like that. Yeah. So um, niggas just safe there. Yeah, they won't play no hip hop though, which I don't even know if that's a bad thing. So, yeah, uh, I like, think I'm cool with that. <laughs> I might be kind of racist on yeah, that one just, too. Yeah, just, just like they had a fight music, we have our fight. I music. went to the jukebox and they was like, "Do not play rap, or this will be cut off." And I was kind of like, "Good, good." <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> Thank you. I know I'm in good plans. Uh, so anyway, man, we went there and we were supposed to have a whole lot of friends show up, but then at the last minute they decided to all grill out at their at the, on the roof of this uh, condo downtown. But um, they didn't really tell anybody. They just changed their mind in the middle of these plans. And so I had to, I, I told them, like, hey, we want a table for 10. And then all of a sudden, it's like, damn, we the only two that's going to be here. <laughs> so we had to, like, move all the tables back. And uh, I just told the waitress the truth. And it was yeah. gonna, I knew it was going to be awkward. But I was like, I better just tell the truth than be like, two people sitting at 10. And she thanked us. Yes, she did. She was like, you don't know how many people come in here that just keep my table. See, we've we served before, so I understand. It's nothing worse. Than, and that's why some people, some restaurants, which I don't blame them, will not allow your party to sit down until all your party's there. Mm-hmm. Because it's nothing worse than me and Roger sitting there having a the table tied up for 10 and you have people coming in and out and more money she could have made. Yep. So, um, they, basically, they, they sold us out. Not in a negative way. Like, they just, I wasn't mad about it, but it was one of them, like, I felt like I had to convince her that I did have eight other friends. <laughs> yeah. She's like, mm-hmm, y'all I'm like, they was really coming. No, please believe me. Listen, I wouldn't lie about this. So, uh, but it was cool, man. It was just like social paranoia, I think. Because I think a lot of people would have been mad at their friends or for making or wouldn't have told her. But... The food was good. Let me some more wings. Let's keep going. Yeah. So, um, oh, if you auto draft your fantasy team, you kill yourself. You're not you a real suck. person to me. You're not oh a real God. person. I'm sorry. You suck because the auto, I, me and Roger have been in some fans football drafts. And the thing about the auto draft, it sucks. It's all unified. And a lot of times, it don't pick the best player. It it, it, it don't consider all. It don't consider if they're starter. It don't consider if they're backup. It don't consider anything other than ranked on ESPN's hierarchy or whatever you use. This is where it should go. And then it's like they all start picking. Once pick a kicker at you know, your second spot and everybody picks <laughs> kickers and you're like, what the hell? Kickers are the last place. Yeah, that, it'll they pick, weird uh, it'll like, pick like two defenses and shit. Yeah. Ironically, I have to kind of depend on the auto draft. Only, only because I'm only going to pick all Redskin players. Oh. Other than that. But as, however, last year when I won, when I did win my championship, I picked Drew Brees and Brett Favre at the beginning. So, right. after that, 
out of they auto draft the rest. And that's who won me my league was Drew Brees and Brett Favre. I'm just I can't take. I you had serious. Brett Favre on the bench. <laughs> I, I had I mean I had Brett Favre when I won my league too. But I can't take you serious if you auto draft Justin. You got to get in there and make your own picks. The man. reason why is because I'm I look at baseball now. Like I hadn't got into football yet. I'm looking uh, at baseball. Then when baseball season over, with, then I'll really start looking at football. Maybe I should change it to. You don't take your team that serious if you don't draft your own players. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm yeah. not looking at. I'm not trying to look at who might do what this year yeah, in okay. the preseason but games. At least you admit it, man. Because some people, their team straight suck. That's yeah, why I, just, I wouldn't get in a money league. I, right. I would not get into a money oh, league. Please exactly. Don't, yeah. You lose your money. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. You're, like you're saying, I, I'm not taking it that serious. I'm saying, I think I have friends. Friends. <laughs> money league. Friends. In my league. <laughs> They have put give. They have are sending me money. They have been like, man, I let the team auto draft. I overslept. <gasps> what? <laughs> okay. Uh, good luck with Sidney Rice and all these other hurt motherfuckers. Vincent Jackson. He's on the IR list. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. We'll be playing till four months from now. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, that's Super Bowl time. <laughs> just send the money in for the season start. Yeah, we cool. We but. thank you. But um, nah. But um, I just think it's funny though, cause obviously people take it different levels of seriousness. I made a joke last night, like, well, with the Bad Girls Club on, I hope the NFL don't even come back. <laughs> and I got my timeline lit up. Everybody was mad really? as hell. Dudes was expecting me being about? gay and stuff. Yeah, I ain't. I'm not sweating the NFL right now. It's all about them Yankees. Yeah, baseball. There's other shit on. Manny Ramirez switching teams again. Like that's that's what I'm about. And I refuse to be the the NFL's bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not gonna be like all these people and turn into fiends. Um, I cry sometimes. Speaking of emotions, okay. But it's um because I'm allergic to emotions. A lot of people see they think I'm crying because I'm sad <laughs> or happy. But I, you know, what I'm saying, all, and fellas, you can use this excuse too. All you gotta do is sneeze when you're crying. See what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you like watching the movie, like that part of Gridiron Game when the Rock. Be telling that kid that he ain't have a father either, and that kid be like, mad, so mad at his father, and then he be like, when did you forgive your father? And then the Rock look at him all seriously, goes, just now, and I, it got a little dusty. All you gotta do is just, achoo! oh, excuse me, excuse me, it's, uh, it's my allergies. Um, speaking of, um, speaking of getting dusty, um, True Blood. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not gonna spoil anything, Justin. But you've been watching True Blood, right? Oh, I'm, I'm caught up. You caught up? I'm caught up. Damn, you I'm was waiting feeding. for the finale. You was feeding, <laughs> you was feeding, boy. You just started watching like a month ago or something. And the thing is, it really, like I told you, we was talking about that. It got kind of too gay to me. It like, did get real yeah, gay. Yeah, I was like, this shit is real gay. I, who watches this? That's my question. Is it gay? <laughs> or do vampires have no concept of personal space? <laughs> These niggas get way too close to each other to talk. Like, I've never talked to any man in my life. I've never even whispered to another dude and been that close to him. And their erections is they fangs. And yeah. they fangs forever popping out. Yeah, <laughs> they dudes. pop out when they get mad. They pop out when the dude, when they hungry. They pop out for everything. But I just, I don't know if I'm down with any dude, vampire or not, talking to me inches from my face. I don't care what you have to tell me. Nothing has ever been that important in my life. Well, you could really be like, sucking these to be such a... Hey, dog, hey, hey, back up. Back up. Tell me from over there. And the star character name is Sookie. Yeah. The thing is... And she ain't black. Country. I couldn't believe that. Country. Yo, I was really... And once I once I start, like I said, I start watching it. Why she don't look better than that? 
Uh, like this show, just yeah, like the, like this your main character. Nah, you gonna, you gonna catch hell for that because them boys online. Love love she is sick. not. She is not that hot. Like they love sicky. Like the um. Snoop Dogg made a song about her. Your boy get better looking girls than Sicky, her brother, Jason. Jason do be pulling them hoes. I don't know. I ain't really into this chick with the black eye that he's hollering at right now. The one that turns to a oh, panther. panther. Yeah. Okay. How they just gonna make some shit up? I'm a wear panther. Word, bitch. Word. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Never heard of that before. In the end of a kingdom. I want ugly. And look at her cousin to verify. Yeah. Um, pool really ain't that attractive. Speaking of um, speaking of attractive ladies, y'all gotta stop dating these niggas in Atlanta, man. I was talking to my friend, <laughs> and she was uh, telling me, <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she was telling me, yeah, they like vampires down there. They stand real close to each other. But um, nah, she was telling, like, first of all, I, mean, I don't know if you know any brothers that's ever moved to Atlanta or come back from Atlanta. I don't. Man, these dudes, they leave normal. They come back swearing they some players, man. Like, I don't know what the female-to-male ratio is down there. Maybe it's, it's the colleges. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But brothers come back from Atlanta thinking they got all the game. The thing is, is because now they can get men and women. So Maybe. That's why they feel like it's, it is about me. I get in wow. I mean, I figure, love. I figure you go down there, right? If you're a heterosexual dude, you automatically discount a whole bunch of cats. you like, they not competition. They with each other. Cause I mean, yeah. down there it seems like you could be more open about being gay, as as here where it's kind of more on the down low. Like when I went down there, man, it was like women like kissing each other at the like this is this when I was a little kid. Like it was a family outing, and it was two women pretty much making out in the middle of like McDonald's cafeteria. <laughs> like like it was nothing. I was like, that's uh, Mama, why two women kissing? <laughs> And she was like, boy, stop looking over there. It's, it's what, and what is in Atlanta that would attract you to go down there? The Atlanta Hawks? I uh, think, dude, Braves? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Like, what, why would you even put Atlanta on your list of places to move? I'm telling you, man. Like, I, they still get hit by hurricanes. I know these brothers, man. I know these. I met them. I talked to them. Some of them have gone forever. It's a lot of pussy in Atlanta, man. These dudes are fucking. That, I know dudes that have, like, women on one side of town and a family on the other side of town and it's not that is not a cliche like a um that is not like an exception to the rule story that is a story I've heard multiple times from women not from the dudes but from women being like and I found out that motherfucker had a family like damn so um yeah dude they get it in man I don't know why like my friend she's talking to this dude and she's like, um, he lives in Atlanta. As soon as she said that, I was like, bing. But she's like, he lives in Atlanta. And um, uh, we hung out up here for a couple weeks in D.C. Then he went back down to Atlanta. And I called him for like a week or texted him. She's like, I only probably hit him, called him or texted him a total of like 10 times in two weeks. And we went from talking every day to he hit me back for two weeks. And he was like, then he finally hit her back. It was like, oh, I was at this conference or some shit. And I was like, mm-hmm. I equate that that he just finally got what he wanted, which was probably some head. Well, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. So they um they uh they start talking again, right? For like another two three weeks. Then he stop then he start doing he start cutting off again. She it gets a pattern to that. Yeah, because like first I was like, oh, he just hit it and he's oh wait he came back. That that don't fit the program. So um she was like, what do you think about this? I was like, where does he live again? She was like, Atlanta. I was like, cut that nigga off. Now, nothing good will come of this. <laughs> nothing good will come of this. And this was before she even told me about the first part where they had 
had, well, he had cut off the first time. This is her just telling me about this current time. I was like, that shit will happen again. And she was like, you know what? It did happen again. <laughs> like, I was like, just cut his ass yes. off. There's nothing good that can come of this. But, like, why does she even go back to it? Like, that that goes back to that, um, I think I put on that one time. Because you had a good discussion about it. A lot of women are gullible. Not all, yeah. but it's a lot of gullible dudes, too. Don't get me wrong. It's gullible people, yeah. yeah. But... And that particular area, when it comes to relationships, it seems like women have a harder time but, dealing with well, that. Well, Karen me said earlier how they're used to being a prey. Mm-hmm. Like they're out of their comfort zone when they pursue you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so it's like, here you go. Like I just, you know, and and I know a lot of women try to manify everything, you know, and by manify I mean like act like a dude sexually, act like every dude is a conquest. I'm in control of this shit. I'm not talking about those chicks. If that's what you really believe, do you? But for the majority of women that I've met in my lifetime that seem to want relationships, it's it's uncomfortable for them to be like, I want to be with this dude, and he is not returning these phone calls. So they go extra out of their way and really play themselves because they're not getting that attention back. I want to do that equate to the whole, I'm, I can fix him, I can change him too. No, no, I think a lot of times, especially when you're dealing with I don't know what's considered old nowadays, shit. 25 is considered old by most people's <laughs> standards. But people get desperate. And a lot of people, I put like this, it frustrates me when when women and men, but a lot of women, because I love my husband, but my husband is a complimentary to my life, not a necessity in my life. Necessity is breathing. Necessity is food. Oh, you need Nece- him. Necessity don't get it twisted. I'm a, I got you. I yes. got you, brother. You, you need won't even him. be able to breathe without me. You need me. him. You need him. Who you think is keeping you breathing Who right now? Woke you up in the morning. Like, come on. <laughs> the power of God. The alarm clock. <laughs> you were sleep provided for you, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Get in your place. Get in your place. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Get some master. I get dusting for you no. and raising them kids. Go, go back to what you were saying. <laughs> Finish what you were saying. Be quick about it. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. I appreciate having my life weight. I got you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you believe that dude said Justin was too opinionated for the show? What? He said he was like, I don't like him. He's overbearing. I was like, that's my nigga. I don't know what to tell you. I was like, we talk like that all the time. I'm like, I'm like, you gonna hate this show then? It's, like, it's all jokes. <laughs> yeah, like, you gonna hate this next episode? Honestly, I'm, I'm hoping, hoping I didn't get you in trouble. No, 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 no everything will be all right. Everything will be all right, baby. Right. Um, it, it sure will. I guess I go down there and fry some chicken in this pan. So, but yeah, um, dude, I also want to know: Are they having a sale on cologne? Cause got in the elevator at work, and this it smelled like TJ Maxx in there, man. It was strong. Ah. Like, it was headache inducing, man. You know oh yeah. What? They they actually stopped selling it on the streets now, like no little fake cologne. So people are actually buying real cologne. So it. Ugh. They must be putting it on like it's the fake stuff, cause you know the fake stuff be watered down, and you can put on a gallon and won't nobody notice. Man, this joint, man, it's homeboy smell like straight up group. Like you walk in the elevator and come out coughing with a contact. Yes, out. sir. And uh, it, it's frustrating. Uh, one of my male coworkers, um, I don't know what he sprays on or what he uses. Um. I hope not. So, um, it's, so it's dudes that's really dominating this. Smell. Because most females, they got that under control. Like they, they kind of know. Okay, because it's a different. I guess for females, it's different between body spray and body mist and perfume. Totally two different things. And 
This dude smell like because the the. Oh, uh, me, yeah. <laughs> but, but most dudes is the same. But he just got one spray. Yeah, I don't need all that complicated shit. <laughs> and it's frustrating though because when and it's only certain clothes. So I don't know if he took his clothes and dipped it in it and wrung it out and just certain clothes. But he smells like somebody lit him on fire and set him outside. <laughs> and you, he comes in and I'm like. <laughs> Like, are they, like just, oh, what is that? are they just hoping that the smell so strong it'll knock a woman out, then they can have sex with them? It will knock you out. I'm used to women smell. You know, they got the lotion that smell like they perfume. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm used body to it. Especially a white shit. woman early in the morning, just out the shower, smelling like hurt. So, it just like, like get behind the strawberry kiwi. It just smell like sunshine. You know? Just like happiness. Like everything is okay with them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Anyway, talking. uh, <laughs> and, and, and no, not to get no, off no the subject. I know, not to get off <laughs> but I realize that most white people at my job are pretty happy. Hey, hi, how you doing? Good morning. Yeah, we're here bright and early, ready to go to work. <laughs> Alright, man. So, um, I got into this, this beef on Twitter with oh. this dude named Robert Pascal. What's beef? Now, I didn't mean to get in this beef, but apparently, this girl named Zerlina M had been following me on Twitter for a while. And I don't... I, I remember when we went on the Insanity Report and he was telling us about some dude that had a bunch of aliases on Twitter. Yes. Well, this is the dude. I didn't know I was following him. So he said something that I did agree with, which was, you know, Obama's accomplished, like, it was three major things. I can't, like, pulling us out of Iraq war, this, that, and the other. But he's still scared of Glenn Beck. And I agree, because during that fucking NAACP scandal... The thing they said to show the Sherrod on the phone was, you're going to be on Glenn Beck and Bill O'Reilly tonight, so you need to resign. Like, why are y'all so scared of these motherfuckers? They just commentators. And on top of that, they you don't the White House. Run nothing. These niggas don't pass laws. Yeah. These niggas don't legislate nothing. It's legislate. Like, oh, legislate. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that's the ghetto coming out of me. But they don't, and it's amazing how people with no power, y'all give them power that they don't have. Right. These probably the same people, though, that let Jay-Z... Um, into the Illuminati. So yeah, exactly. They all think they're here in the Illuminati. That's, that's, that's probably that's the only thing I could. Uh, that's the only uh, thing I could think of. Other than that, I mean. So I retweeted that, but I don't know that dude, Steve. If you, I, I went and looked at his timeline, apparently all he does is talk shit about Obama and Democrats all day, which is annoying as fuck anyway. And I, I just I follow eight hundred people. Shit, I didn't know. So um, this Zerlina M came out of nowhere and was like. How you gonna be retweeting, retweeting this bullshit or something like that? I don't even think she cursed, but she's like, how you gonna be retweeting this stuff? And I was like, but like, I don't, I don't know, like, because <laughs> I, I felt like, yeah, a bitch. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I was like, I did agree with that. He, I was like, he was acting scared, he was acting scared of bank. And so then she's like, I'm gonna follow it. I unfollowed him, so because I don't want to deal with that drama. I'm gonna unfollow you because if you retweet him, that says everything you need to know about me. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down, baby. Why we gotta be like this? We've been together this long for this last 15 minutes that I knew you existed. And here you gonna already giving up on us. You know what I'm saying? Where's the love, man? We follow each other on Twitter. Well, she was following me. So I went ahead and followed her back. But she was following me and I was like, you just gonna give up on me for one tweet. What kind of shit is that, man, to say about us? I know it's it's just like you take a bitch out, you buy a car, a house, mm-hmm. and the one time you fuck her sister, yeah. she want to leave. Like, exactly. Ah, now I know how Tiger Woods feel. You know what I'm saying? Now I know how Tiger <laughs> got done wrong. So, I'm like, I basically was like, listen, he don't mean anything to me. All right? I will, you are my follower. You know what I'm saying? I need your follow back. 
Because the fact that she told me she was unfollowing me, that means I must have meant something to her. She don't want to miss out on all this comedy and all these podcasts and all this shit over Robert Pascal, who I never heard of. Yeah. So I had to call him out on Twitter to prove my love for Zerlina M and be like, look, Aww. you cannot come between me and my lady on Twitter. <laughs> I commend you for that, sir. You know what I'm saying? I stepped up. Honorable. I stepped up like a man supposed to. And I said, don't follow me. And he kept trying to reply back. I said, leave us alone. We are happy. <laughs> Can we just be happy over here? Oh, congratulations to Karen and all your followers. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I don't came. Yeah, I don't came with all. I got four thousand tweets, but that's nothing compared to the twenty-five thousand that Roger has. I need to 40, step my game. Oh, what? I'm sorry. Nobody's counting forty thousand. Forty thousand miles. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what it is? It's because you can say shit, goddamn motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not scared to be myself. Phil Florin. <laughs> Phil Florin. Phil. I think a lot of these cats are scared to be. Uh, Honest on Twitter. Um, my man uh, J4 writes in um, This dude on Twitter at Cuffs the Legend is always tweeting about high mileage coochie. What amount of mileage aka partners would make coochie high mileage? Is there a barometer for men too? Hey man, I don't even play them games, dog. I don't know. Cuffs is a weird dude. He's funny and he's hilarious. But I really pray that y'all niggas ain't taking relationship and life advice from Cuffs. Cause Cuffs be saying some crazy ass shit. And I like, especially when he be trying to give quote unquote advice to women, and it's that real truthful advice <laughs> that actually hurts people's feelings. It's really just him saying mean shit about women, and women are weird because women are the quickest to co-sign when you say some mean shit about a woman. Period. If you like come out and be like, bitch, if you ain't got no job and you got some babies, you ain't shit. And it be twelve women retweeting that shit. You like, wow, y'all really turning on each other, huh? They don't realize no, he's talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's talking about somebody you know. Like, somebody else in your Twitter followers saw you retweet that and go, she don't like me. So, I don't know, dude. I don't, women are crazy, but don't be fucking with Cuffs, man. That's I mean, that's my dude. He comedy, but I don't know, dog. I'm not going to be uh, taking him too serious. All right, man. So, let's do some news, man. Let's get up in this shit. Um, the Daily Telegraph says uh, a state lawmaker in Australia resigned from his cabinet post Tuesday after admitting to visiting adult and gaming websites on his official computer. The Sydney Daily Telegraph reported News South Wales Prime Premier Christina Kennelly First of all, he's a dude named Christina? No wonder he was on those sites. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? You know he got beat up a lot. Seriously, as a little kid, man. How is that a manly name? How is that a manly name anywhere in I'm any country? His fucking parents. Well, first of all, I blame him because he old enough to get that shit changed. Yeah, he legally, <laughs> his name should be Chris Ocho Cinco by now. There's no need for this. <laughs> I wouldn't even keep my last name. My parents named me some bullshit for my first name. Like, fuck y'all all together. And then, I know um, a dude that changed his whole fucking name. And he was named after his father. Yeah, I don't, man, maybe it's, yeah, it's got to be more. like it, man. It's got to be more to this. I, I refuse to believe this dude's name is Christina. Uh, New South Wales Premier Christina Keenley apologized for the behavior of Ports Minister Paul McClee. Oh, okay, all right. So, Paul Mc, McClee or McClay... He's the dude that was on the point. Alright, that makes a lot more sense. Woo! Alright. So, Mr. McClee, or McClay, however you want to pronounce it, um, this morning advised the Premier that he had used a computer supplied by the Parliament to visit gambling and adult sites. Mr. McClay 
uh, immediately accepted the premier's request to resign. This behavior is not standard. I expect of <laughs> the standard I expect of a minister. I have well, he's a prime minister. He's not a minister. Minister is he? A ports minister? Isn't he? Yeah. No, he just, yeah. He ain't a priest. That's just, yeah. That's he just like Congress. Yeah, I have made clear to Mr. McClay or however you want, that I expect ministers to use resources of the office appropriately. Some people may choose to undertake similar activities in their personal lives, but I cannot condone the use of parliamentary resources by a minister in this way. McClay, the labor minister of the Heathcote Sydney's, in Sydney South, was elected to parliament in 2003, and he was elevated to the ministry in November last year. He's the fifth minister to resign from the government this year. I wonder oh. what the other people resigned for. I know over there they had a bunch of people like wasting money. They were using taxpayers' money to buy molds, buy prostitutes, and all that stuff. So they had to clean house over there, get some of them people out. I wouldn't quit. I mean, you elected me. This is my job. <laughs> I'm staying. I'm staying until this next re-election. I don't get voted for. You yet. telling me prostitutes don't vote too? I was just checking in with my constituency on the porn sites. Yeah, I'm just trying to get more voters. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm mad is, why people don't use their own computer? Like, you yeah. make several hundred thousand dollars a year. Bring your own Dude, you don't own, job. Dude, you don't own a smartphone. Get you an Acer yeah, laptop is. or something that since yeah, you can't smartphone. work the phone. Get you a netbook, dog. Jack off in your own time. iPad, come on. Now. Like, if you're going to do stuff at work, be smart about it. Don't be dumb. Like, he don't know how, like, internet security and shit work at his job where they got to... Sweet. I remember one time um, I took over the computer for this African dude who had just quit, right? And so they were doing like a like registry cleaning of all the computers, cleaning out the data and stuff. And I had been working at this dude's desk for like maybe a week. When they came over to me, I was like, bro, I would need to talk to you in this office. And I was like, for what? I was like, just come here for a second. It was the IT dudes. And he was like, look, have, if you've been visit, you cannot visit adult sites at work. I was like, I have never... Visit those site at work. Again. And I was just an intern, so I was only like 18, maybe, maybe 19. And uh, he's like, Well, look, you just, uh, you need to cut it out. And I mean, you say you didn't. I was like, Oh, ain't no say I didn't. <laughs> I did. I, like, I, I, had to, I had to take him out of the office, bring him back to the workstation, and be like, Check it right now in front of me. I want to see what the times and shit happened. Like, I made him go through it, and he was basically had to go through, and he was like, well, uh, I guess, how long you been in this computer? I was like, for a week. He's like, well, I guess these did happen like a couple months ago. Nigga, I didn't even know about this company <laughs> two months ago. And then, um, he was like, uh, and the times was like one in the morning and shit. I was like, you really think, before I started working here, at one in the morning, I would sneak into here with no card or nothing <laughs> to jack my dick when I could just be in the comfort of my own home. That is ridiculous, man. That is ridiculous, man. I was in, I was more insulted. And then after all this shit, he still hit me with the like the dry face, like I don't know if I really believe you. Like how you gonna accuse me of some shit? I was, I was disgusted with that dude, you man. You can't erase that shit. That, I don't know why people don't know. You can never erase anything you do on the computer. And they're going to flag it. They're going to yes. flag it. If you're doing something every day on your computer at work, let it be some shit you don't mind getting caught for. Because if it's some shit that you are secretly ashamed of, you shouldn't be doing it. And you know who computers get checked the most? 
is the ones who try to delete history, bro. Yeah. Like, that shit does not work. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed your computer is awfully clean today. They got, yeah, that shit don't work. Like, <laughs> like, first of all, they got recovery programs and Yeah, everything. they do. They pull up stuff you it's deleted two years ago. Billions of dollars in IT. Come on now. Yeah, uh, I guess we need to talk about the Bad Girls Club real quick. I, it wasn't the greatest episode, but this is the shit that happened. Danielle still flipping out about that heroin stuff at the beginning. But she didn't do nothing. She just talked no. all that. You don't ever say that to me. I've come too far to get here. It's like, here where, bitch, in a house full of <laughs> losers and whores? Come on. Stick to what you was doing to keep having sex with two best friends on back-to-back why, eating. Why do they eat on the table? I don't know. I'm not eating off any table that they got their ass. I wouldn't even eat on the dishes. I, wouldn't, I would not live in that house. <laughs> I, I don't know how they... <laughs> you had to walk around with a bubble. Seriously. Or a protective suit when you go in the house. Oh, yeah, the one girl, Caitlin, was leaving her drawers all over the place. <laughs> or Callie. Callie was leaving her drawers all over the place. Like, ew, dog. Um, so, let's see. Danielle's tripping. And then her and Brandy kind of didn't really make up, but mm. they reconciled, I guess. Okay. It was one of those things where they just was just left it alone because it was just like... We were both angry. And Brandy told her not to tell her she was on heroin. And Brandy, I was going to say, Brandy gave her a warning. Like, you don't want to say this shit in front of us. Yeah. It will be brought up again. So then they all went on a fun outing and went to the swamp where the gators are and rode on a hydro boat or whatever the fuck it's called. And um, took a picture with their ass out to where they had to pretty much blur out the entire screen. Yes. Like, they couldn't show one outfit that they had on. No. And you know you might be a little slutty if your pose of, uh, your favorite pose for taking a picture <laughs> is turning your ass out. to the camera and looking back. Like, but which ones I did was it? Like, all of them. First. Yeah, all of them. Somebody had to do it first. Oh, um, Somebody I don't had know. to be like, I want my ass out. Nobody I don't know who was the like, first. Maybe, uh, I know the black ones was scared to get in the water. So, I don't know man, That's not your hair, no style. They was like, oh, it's a crocodile out here. So they was out there. And then um, later on, I think it was Kristen and went out to flirt with these random dudes that were riding by in a boat. And was like, are y'all gay? No? Who did pull your dick out? And I don't nuts. know if they did it or not. But then she turned around and pulled her underwear down to show them her pussy and stuff. You know. And the dudes still rolled off. They was like, uh, no thanks. We <laughs> got cameras. Well, good. well, first of all, they not cute. Even no. even Kat, I, which I think is probably the best looking one. Right. She's still like, if you see her, it's just like, mm, yeah, I want her to suck my dick with. Right. I will see, I will see, Kat is the kind of chick that you see and then you like, she alone and you just, it just two and two together. I, after you know, live long enough, you go, something wrong with her. Something wrong with her. <laughs> yeah, something like, wrong with her. Um, I just don't get it. I, they should name that show. And I guarantee you, it still would be people signing up. The whole girls' club. Yeah, they would still sign up. Yeah, they would still oh, have a list. Yeah, there's nothing you can call this show. <laughs> I'm like, I'm convinced they don't even know it's really called the Bad Girls. They just show up anyway. It's like, ooh, what is this? A mansion <laughs> in alcohol. Um, what was that show they had the spinoff? Um, with the um the girl that was from Charlotte, they had the spinoff show, and they fucked like half of the dudes on the show. I don't know, I ain't never. It seen was that. a dating show. It came, it come on like during the off season between the Bad Girls Club. Wow, I might have to get on that. This is my first year in a long time getting back on the Ox to uh, see the BGC. Um, so uh, Brandy's trying to rape Leah. I don't know what's up, and then she got so frustrated at one point that she ain't getting none, and she had a temper tantrum in the house because she told everybody they had to stop yelling because. 
And she was talking to the third person about Brittany trying to sleep. Brittany, I was like, man, somebody need to knock her little ass out, man. I don't know how them chicks take it, man. I would have took a bottle outside of head a long time ago. I wonder what kind of liquor they really are drinking. They drink it like some mad dog. <laughs> man, Brandy said that she had four beers and a bottle and a half of champagne. Um, how life? I know the high life is the champagne and beers, <laughs> but you can't just call anything champagne. I guarantee ain't no dudes buying no champagne, and they don't have enough money to buy champagne. So Boom's she lying. Yeah. <laughs> if you shake up this uh, Smirnoff enough, that was the drink at college, boy. Girl, come on up. We got some Boom's Farm over here for y'all and everything. Bring your friends. So they went to the club, got in a fight. So if you're counting, she slapped some dude, and then they got into a fight. And then a the dude tried to be cool and walk off. And it's like seven or eight of these chicks chasing him. And I think he must have just did kick in like, this is the bad girl's club. Because then he got to the corner and he started running. I was like, good, boy, you saved your life. You don't even know. Yeah. You cannot. Did, did I don't she care. said somebody put a dildo in her ear? Yeah. What? What is he doing with a dildo at the club? I but, um, again. One thing for sure. Well, they, they, they back at the gay club though, right? Maybe I don't. I don't know, I know if that was at the gay club or not because they went to the gay club the night before. I know in the other episode. Yeah. But maybe they just went and they didn't broadcast it. Maybe I don't know, dude. It was. But anyway, so the dude ran. Thank God, saved his own life. Because them bitches would have got a hold of him. That shit would been like Piranha 3D. Um, <laughs> so then um, they uh, all go back to the crib and uh, they decide the next day to go out to the beach. And Callie or whatever was this is what Callie fucked up. She was gonna go to the beach, right? She felt that it was the polite thing to do to tell everybody in the house, hey, I'm about to go to the beach. But she I know she was trying to go by herself, so she told them at the last minute, like, oh man, I'm about to go to the beach. Taxi will be here in a minute. And then taxi got there, she was like, Hey y'all, y'all ready? Uh and she got pinned into like, oh shit, I can't leave these crazy bitches. And um <laughs> The taxi driver's like, the meter's running. I don't care how long y'all take. So, um, they finally, she she finally goes back in the house and like, look, we're trying to go. And Cat, Cat flipped the fuck out. Like, she's like, no, bitch, you ain't gonna be rushing me, bitch. That, I was like, man, see, that's why I don't do shit for people. I would have been in the taxi. Y'all wouldn't have known I was at the beach. No, sir. You know, you would have known I was at the beach when I came in the house about at 9 o'clock at night. With a good With a good old tan. <laughs> Talking about, what's up, y'all? What y'all been up to all day? I saw one. Yeah, they would have been. They would have. I would have rather them been mad at me for going to the beach by myself, than get mad at me for making them rush. So they get to the beach, and of course, they get in a fight at the beach. At the beach, get into a fight. They random chicks. Too. If you count, it's like six outings, five fights. <laughs> Like, no, it's, it's a fight for every hour. Like, I, I'm thinking that when they went to the gay club the first time, I'm thinking... In the car. It, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Damn, dog. They fight every time in, they go out. In the car. As soon as they got in the car. So, um, finally, they go out again. And uh, I don't know if they got... I don't think they got into a fight in the bar and in the limousine. They all made out. Yeah, that but they got home. Rocks on. What right. the hell is that? I don't know. They was rocking on though. I don't know. I guess it turns whores into lesbians because they was all making out. And um, except for um, Brandy, who was the only lesbian in the crew, and she was like, "I don't want none. I just want some to live." And so they got back. Uh, Brandy got rejected. She started breaking shit. And so I guess that your night ended in a fight too, man. They they stay fighting. You know, speaking of Antoine Dotson, have you seen his Ustream page? No, man, I refuse. I'm done with Antoine. It's I, hilarious, dog. I've seen some clips of him and heard videos of him on other podcasts. I he's he's got too big for me now, man. 
Dog, you gotta see a full clip of him one time on his Ustream page. I've been watching. I, I saw the one where he got his hair perm and had it all the way down. Oh, he always fly now. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, he don't have. He admits that he don't have the internet or his own computer. That he at somebody else's house. Wow. Because when you see it, you be like, this house too fucking nice. For the motherfucker to say hi to kids, hi to wife. Dude, I'm so over Antoine. He's big time now, man. He got an agent. He always got white on. The fame went to his head, man. I ain't dissing him. Get your paper. And they still but, looking. Uh, he say he's still looking for dude too. I liked it better when he was an unknown star, man. But when he was just trying to get on, you know what I'm saying? Now that he's made it. It's like, I don't know. He's like Pearl Jam. I don't even want to mess with his music no more. think he changed, though? I don't think he changed. He I think changed. the money changed him in his hair, especially. You can tell. Um, Alright, man. So, here's another article. Uh, Get erectile function ads out of prime time. Nation's pediatricians say. Parents, lawmakers, and media executives are given plenty to think about in the American Academy of Pediatrics policy statement published Sunday. Kids today are bombarded with inappropriate sexual, sexual messages and images. The AAP committee said, everything from graphic sexual lyrics and songs to ubiquitous erectional dysfunctional or dysfunction drug advertisements that air all hours of the day or and night. Television, film, music, and the internet are all becoming increasingly sexually explicit, yet informational abstinence, sexual responsibility, and birth control remains rare. Watch the Bad Girls Club. They got birth control commercials all over there. Among the points the panel makes, only three re reality dating shows were on the air in 1997 compared to 30 today, including Temptation Allen, which brings participants together for the sole purpose of seeing who hooks up. Temptation Allen been way off the air for a long time. So, he only watches for research, not because he really knows about these shows. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Brandy is really Antoine Dyson. What? <laughs> Nobody put that in the study. In a national survey, 1,510 to 17-year-olds, nearly half of the internet users have been exposed to online pornography in the previous year. Uh, only half. That's how, low. Many, how many were close to 17, though? Like, yeah, I would 10 like to 17? To like, how many were really close to 17? Right? I would like Like, 5-10-year-olds. Oh, we gotta put them in the study. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, that's your parents' fault. A, nat a national survey of 1,300 teenagers and young adults found nearly 20% had spent had sent or posted new pictures of videos on, of themselves. Montana Fishburne could not return calls. <laughs> Advertisements featuring women are as likely to show them in suggestive or revealing clothing or nude as fully clothed. That's not true. Yeah, they, yeah, that's Hannah Montana they get there from. That's, yeah, that ain't true. That, I refuse to believe that any ad with a woman is just as likely to show her nude as well as or fully clothed. Yeah, fifty yeah. fifty. You never know. FCC, I mean, come on now. Well, he must not. Have, he he hasn't gotten a JC Penny. Yeah. <laughs> before. I though. think he's shopping at. Uh, he watching Showtime. And <laughs> he, he likes Showtime. He's like all he's these, watching that Zane. All these girls <laughs> going wild commercials. Half clothed, half not. I don't get it. <laughs> but um, anyway, man. All I'm gonna say is this: raise your kids. Don't be trying yeah, to blame them. all kinds of blockers, and it's very funny how ignorant parents can be. Like, they were like, well, my child is on porn. Block that! Yeah, they yeah. have all kinds of First stuff. First of all, their child, yeah, tell their ass to go play outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know Kids who... don't do that nowadays. Speaking of telling people to go outside, uh, I want to play this article. Let me move the mic. Play this article, or this, this uh, video clip. Here's a question. Is talking loud a sufficient reason for you to be kicked out of your local shopping mall? 
Fox 26's Dominic Keith has a story of one woman who was banned from Deerbrook Mall for the next 10 years. If 30-year-old Latasha Connor gets any closer to Deerbrook Mall, she'll be arrested. She was banned from the mall for a decade at the request of an humble police officer. And he really wanted to ban me for life. But the mall cops say, so we can't do life. <laughs> so what happened here Thursday afternoon? Connor and her friend Michelle Mitchell had gone to a matinee movie. They went back to the food court for a second round of cinnamon rolls. Connor says she went to the cafe. Yeah, they say friend, but these women are obviously lesbians. I don't know why they trying to front on the news. Connor and said this to the clerk. Hey, Marquise, what's going on? Time for another cinnamon, I'm back. The humble officer, she's... Hey, man, if you go to the Cinnabon enough to be like, I'm back, <laughs> and know they name, <laughs> hey, you slow down. Too much. Slow down a little bit, shawty. You know what? Came up, she but... probably was trying to get the hookup. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it was. She probably was trying but to But once you learn their names, dog, you've been there a few times, all I'm saying. She, that's her spot. Behind <laughs> her, he was just like, ma'am, ma'am, um... Is there a problem? She says the officer told her she was being too loud and asked for her identification. She left her license in the car, but gave him her name and date of birth. But I think he was really looking for warrants or something to take him to jail for. Have you ever been in trouble? But never been in trouble before in my life. Never. Don't have a criminal record. Law-abiding citizen. So I was mortified. It was just really demeaning. I'm staying there for 15 minutes while you call the mall cop to come. People are. Maybe you thought it was a movie theater. No. I will say this. She used some couple key words just then. Mortified. Like, that's not, she didn't say scared, I was shook. Like, she actually is speaking normal and calm, like a general conversation. Well, here's, don't front. <laughs> she wasn't talking like this when dude came up to her. Oh, she was high. Yeah, I guarantee she like, nigga, you ain't get up off me. Maurice. You gonna let them do I me can like only this? I about what I see. I just want my Cinnabon up in this bitch. Currently, she's presenting herself accurately. Yeah. But when she let it slip out, when she was like, hey, Maurice. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking by looking, pointing, staring like I'm a criminal. That's when Connor was given this citation saying she was banned from the mall for 10 years. The reason listed is failure to ID. Days later, Connor says she's still embarrassed and insulted. I got in my car, I cried. And I, I don't. What? I take that shit to court. That's some BS. Do you know how many loud black women constantly and mad men are in the mall all the time? That is never get banned. What the hell is this? They got their ID on them now. What, what okay. black people are you talking about? I've never <laughs> seen black people get loud at anywhere you outside of their homes. This is ridiculous. Preposterous. these accusations that you're, <laughs> that you're hurling about. I've our... never been to a movie after 10 o'clock at night. Ever. Not <laughs> that much. I cried. <laughs> the doesn't this doesn't this remind you of Boondocks when Riley got called nigger and then they showed him in the, his interview with the news he had glasses on <laughs> like okay okay I'm, I'm supposed to believe you was today so he isn't available yeah. to tell us what happened here on Thursday but according to this criminal trespass warning Connor was banned from Deerbrook Mall for 10 years for failure to ID Connor points out even if you're caught driving without your license you're not banned from driving for 10 years she's hoping for an apology from the mall in Humble I'm Donnelly Keith Fox 26 News
So sad. So sad. Is, that a new, is that a new law? Like you gotta have your ID to go into the mall? No, that's some crap somebody made up. You can't tell me. No, they make, they make laws. You can fight that and overturn that in a heartbeat. I'm sure all you gotta do is take her to court and be like, Your Honor, look at her. Come on. And, and that's not you know about, she was loud. That's not about race. That's about her sexual preference. Mm-hmm. And I'm offended. Yes. yes. Uh, well, first of all, I'm offended that her girlfriend would even pick her to be a girlfriend. Yeah, her girlfriend was kind of fine on the low. She had, I mean, she had a real short, short haircut. Like yeah. her, t- her edge up was tighter than mine. <laughs> but was, yeah. but she, she was looking pretty good though. I don't know. Maybe she got that game. I, don't, I ain't hating. Um. All right, we got this other clip. Watch. They are sworn to protect and serve, but doing a little acting on the job as two Camden police officers in some rather hot water. It's a rap music video that's stirring up a controversy and bringing the integrity of the police department into question. Here before is Lauren Trigger joining us now at 10 o'clock with this story that's new for us. Lauren, what'd you find out? Well, as you can imagine, as these things sometimes go, the word of how you know this video getting out there is spread through the town like wildfire, people emailing each other, the link on YouTube. That's how the mayor and an alderman found out about it. They say they're shocked, but the ones behind it all say it's really not that big a deal. <laughs> Here's the start to the rap video. Officers Ben O'Pelt and Jody Gibbons on duty and uniform using city equipment to act out a traffic stop. An arrest. Even an interview scene. Somebody don't talk right now. The guys in custody, the members of the rap group QCT Entertainment. On this, an intro to their song. With language that has some <laughs> just as hot. I got grandchildren, and I don't want them to have a message to show that the police department says that this is okay. It's not okay. City Alderman Marvin Moore was the first to publicly raise concerns about the video. We really need to get some training in place and get some policy in place that this never happens again. Never. But currently, there is no policy about using city equipment, personnel, or facilities in videos of any kind. These officers were told just thought they were doing the rappers a favor. They had permission from a supervisor. We never even dreamed that there would be uh, videos using city equipment and personnel. Say what? Is that, is that permission in writing? Like, did they get what? that in writing? Because otherwise, their ass is fired. <laughs> town is this. That's against the law. I mean, using city property, you active police officers. Well, I mean, I was shocked they, they have, there was an actual black people rap video. Because these are white officers. I thought it was going to be some, some white kids out there rapping. This is more proof that black people could tell white people anything. <laughs> you could tell them yeah. motherfuckers anything, man. They really was like, wow. nah, man, you just doing me a favor. So what do I would need to do? <laughs> you know, man, let us ride the back of the squad car, you know, uh, take us into the police seat, you know, give us a little, give us a little, like, interrogation scene, and then we're going to ride on the hood of the squad car and rap. All right, cool, man. I mean, if you say it's okay, uh, wow. do we need to get permission? Nah, we talked to your supervisor. It's cool. They Just doing us a favor. That's very ignorant. Mayor Chris Claybaker says the almost stereotypical shakedown of the black men painted the PD and the community in a negative light. He, too, will push for a policy on the matter. The rapper DJ Quet says there's a flip side. The officer's involvement actually helped the community, bridged a divide, started something. A new trend or something like 
for people to get along with the police and you know that you know maybe stop some of this violence that's going on around here. And then again, he says there's no such thing as bad publicity. When you get publicity like this from a small town like this, you know it's a good thing to me. You know, letting me know that I'm doing something, you know, to get everybody attention. A lot of attention. The police chief is currently conducting an internal investigation, though the officers may get disciplined. He says they will not lose their jobs because there again, there was no policy in place. Alderman Moore says he wants to start drafting that new policy right away to make sure any representation of the city is first approved. Bob Melissa, back to you. Wow. Any representation of the city is... My thing is this. Niggas in small town ain't got no common sense. I'm just gonna have you on the map. Nigga, what? Y'all got white police officers, got y'all on the ground with handcuffs, and you talking about this is gonna stop the violence? Maybe it's just me. Well, I can kind of understand because, see, the cops helped them make this video, so the cops kind of gave them a hookup. So, you know, next time they need a snitch, you know, you just throw a little bit in your rap song and help them solve the case. Like, that's what I would start doing to pay to get them a hookup. I'd be like, just get my album if you want to know who killed... Demonte. And on top of that, this has got to be a small town because I promise you, any decent sized town has policies, rules, and pussy. Well, I can't really talk because Charlotte didn't even have one about the sexual harassment about that damn dude. What the hell is wrong with folks? I don't know. They just, they gonna have, uh, they just gonna have random niggas rolling up to the police station now trying to do rap videos, videos and shit like that. You know, they did, they did show some unity. I mean, the cops yeah. did help them on the video. Yeah. yeah. And they did now. Now, if they would have let the, I would, if they really wanted to show me unity, the cops should have let them hold the gun for a little bit. Let him hold the gun for a couple minutes y'all really friends. I mean, I mean, look at McLovin. If he can do it, why they can't do it? <laughs> All right, we got a couple articles we're going to get out of here. Uh, Kirkland woman accused of sex with adult son she had given up for adoption. Okay. A Kirkland woman accused of having sex with an adult son had given up her given she had given up for adoption as a baby has been charged with incest. Seattle Times report the charge... Uh, was failed earlier, filed earlier this month against a 54-year-old woman in King County Superior Court. The 33-year-old man told a sheriff detective in May that he had a two-year sexual relationship with the woman beginning in 2004 after he tracked her down through an adoption agency. The woman was briefly jailed on Tuesday, then released. If convicted, she could face a year in prison and be required to register as a sex offender. So, well, he didn't have to register? Why would she have to register as a sex offender at all? He's, he's not a kid. He's 30. Yeah, he's 30 something. I mean, I ain't saying it's right, but they are dope. The fact that it's incest. Well, and again, like, who found out? Like, yeah, who's snitching? Like, he talked, like, he tracked her down and had sex with her. Why maybe, he not uh, charged? That sounds like stalking to me. <laughs> maybe the QCT put it in a rap song. And they leaked the evidence to the police. True, they dry snitching. Yeah, like that. See, I'm telling you that they rap videos from now on is gonna be a bunch of dry snitching where it's just gonna be like, and I heard the other day a nigga shot the Montevo behind 7 Eleven. You can find the shells. You know what's funny? <laughs> what's funny is I blame 50 Cent for this. Yeah. Because he the one started it and from his movie. Yep, having sex with his grandma. I know what you're talking about. That was a terrible movie. It was. I should have never saw that. that. You didn't see that? No. It's, a, it's in deleted scenes of Get Rich and Die Trying. Oh, just watch oh, the okay. Get the Blu-ray. Get the and Blu-ray. he got another movie out where he like a cop or something. I know. I saw it. It's terrible. Don't, I refuse don't to watch it. it. Don't see it. Val ah. Kilmer's in there which, writing the check in the cash. Um, <laughs> cheaters. No, not that one. Another one. He got another one. Another one? Yes. He see, this is why, I, like, I used to, Common used to be my favorite rapper, and I used to like 50 Cent when he made Get Rich and Die Trying. 
But this is why you can't trust these niggas. Brian Pumper is the realest rapper out. He does everything he says he does on the track. That's true. He's not going to sit up here in front and then be playing a fucking cop in a movie because he's selling out for the money. You know what I'm saying? Not that he would be selling out, but that would be like him playing a preacher in a movie that's against porn. Like, that is not, that is what 50 Cent is doing. His whole career is, I'm really a thug in the streets. I kill a nigga. I've been shot nine times. Okay, word. Yeah, so I'm going to play a cop for the third time because I got to get these people off the streets. Fuck that. Um, cheaters, owners, owner runs strip clubs in Cocoa Beach. Some locals are trying to stop the opening of a bikini bar, but city leaders said there is nothing illegal about cheaters. Ormond Beach residents spoke out about the business, which plans to open on US-1 near I-95. I love how strip clubs are, are always by the highway. Oh, they ain't got no choice. You gotta be so many feet from neighborhoods, so many feet from schools. I would do everything in my power to stop people like you, one resident said. The location is not... Who's against titties? What is wrong with this I'm, man? Uh, you know, like, he, he, I'm I have nothing to say against that. Like... Why wouldn't he want some ass and Yeah, if you don't want to go, don't go. Don't ruin it for everybody else. You're breaking the code. Yeah, I know. you messing up a young college girl dream. <laughs> the location and all uh, and a bunch of men's dreams, too, with that. Broke for hoes. The location is not at Ormond Beach. However, it is unincorp- it's in the unincorporated area of Volusia County. The business is properly zoned and legal. The owner who runs strip clubs in Cocoa Beach and Rhode Island Said the bar would bring more than 50 jobs to the area and put money on the tax roll. Yes, sir. And he's right. That's <laughs> right. And what you got? No. No, don't pay bills in this bad economy. Yeah. Uh, he said Cheaters is not a strip club. A bikini bar does not allow nudity. So it's like Hooters. In this facility, That's true. You there will be more restrictive clothing than you'd see at a beach. Uh, the owner said he hosts this open Cheaters in the next couple of months. Uh, the commissioner said once the club opens, undercover deputies will make some controversial, can make sure the controversial club does not break any laws. You know who I feel bad for is the children. Mm-hmm. What about their dreams? It's a young Montana Fishburn wanting to be a Chippy D in that beach county, and now she can't because of somebody hating. That don't make no sense. And it's an unidentified resident. Dude didn't even have the nerve to put his name in the article. Punk. Probably was Dwayne Bow. Uh, <laughs> Winnipeg judge embroiled in sex count scandal. A prominent Winnipeg oh Canada. A prominent Winnipeg judge and her lawyer husband are at the center of a large sex scandal, accused of harassing a black count client to have sex with her. I think I've seen this porn. Uh, it made wow. me sick. It made me sick to my stomach. Like I'm living in a country with no integrity. Alex Chapman said Tuesday. Chapman says he was going through a messy divorce in April 2003 when his lawyer, Jack King, started pressuring him to have sex with his wife, Lori Douglas. At the time, both King and Douglas were lawyers with Thompson, Dorfman, Sweetman, which is, I guess, some sort of a lawyer firm. Yes, that sounds like. Today, Douglas is an associate chief judge in the family division of the court of Queens, of Queens Bench. Chapman alleges King broached the subject over lunch, urging Chapman to visit a website called DarkCavern.com. Hey, I've been there. And that is a sick site. Oh, my God. It's, uh, you know what cuckolding is? Oh, you don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Um, never mind. Well, it's, it's not that bad. What it is is uh, like a husband, typically a white husband and a white wife, go out and they basically solicit black men to have them come have sex with their wife. Sometimes multiple black men, sometimes at the same time. 
And then uh, a lot of times they do this thing called eating a cream pie. And spoiler alert, y'all might want to skip ahead thirty seconds. But um, that's when the black dude comes inside his wife. Then the white dude comes up later and eats the sperm. Oh, are you serious? Mm -hmm. You have to start watching these programs for research. Yeah. It's all research. It's all research. Our podcast listeners expect us to know this. It's, uh, it's all for I'm research. Sorry, you more of a porn connoisseur than me. I'm Rod, porn connoisseur. No, Rod does this for us. Yeah, he does this for y'all. This for the fans. Y'all think I want to watch this <laughs> sick stuff in detail over well, and over again? Well, no. Well, fans, we all learning together. So, um, over the next month, <laughs> over the next month, <laughs> he tortured me to visit the website and have sex with his wife. Chapman said King took advantage of his weakened psychological state. At the time, he was having immigration troubles, was the victim of identity theft, and had an ailing father in Trinidad. Oh, so you know, I ain't even read Wait, the rest. Well, he why did why this was shit. you on the site, Dean? I'm just not. Done. He wasn't on the site. No, you said you've seen the site before. Oh no, no, I had to make. Remember, I had to make a couple trips out to Rock Hill a couple times. Don't worry about it. Anyway, um, <laughs> just don't don't ever go there. Just don't ever go there. I won't. I you trust me. Mm. Um, <laughs> so he said I was scared he would botch my case. I played along, and I don't have the money to pay another lawyer. Uh, then ad posted on darkhaven.com at the time, purported to have been written by King Reeves, make her a slut for a total black domination, from public display to large group fuck by gangs of young black men. See, I think these dudes be gay. Wow. Like, I think this just an excuse for them to see a bunch of niggas <laughs> naked having sex. And they like oh, And they record yeah. that stuff too, don't they? Yeah, they record it. They put it on this web. This website is for sharing. This is how I know about the sharing website. Sharing is caring. <laughs> this is how I know about the website. I, on SOHH.com, the website that I used to uh, go to and the message boards. Mm-hmm. Like, they talk about everything on there. And this is one of those ones, like, DarkCavern.com, if y'all seen this. So I clicked on it, and this has probably been like five, six years ago. And I was like, no, this is not real. <laughs> like, they have a form where they're basically posting videos and pictures, writing fiction. Like, there's a whole subculture of white people wow. that see black men as these, like, sexual, just, like, I don't know, like, gods. And they want their wives to have sex with them. And they want to film it, and they want to be there and everything. Wow. It's ran by the producers of Disney World. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> so Mickey Mouse and them be down listen, like that? All ran by the same people. The views of Justin made by <laughs> me shared by the Black Out <laughs> Tips podcast, Rod and Karen. Or um, by Justin. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, basically, uh, but basically, though, um... Like in these, but I've seen some of these videos because it's right there on the form, and it's like I gotta click now. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> yeah, like it's free. I don't gotta pay for nothing. Anyway, so I hit click, hit play, and um, they are way more into the dudes than they wives. Anyway, they just okay, they wish them dudes was fucking them. I guarantee it. Okay, yeah, that's what that sounds. Yeah, like. if it was ever a video where the dude, and, and the black dude, was this. like, "Put the camera down, come on over, dude, do it." <laughs> How small-minded? Maybe it's just me. Does your wife have to be for your husband to convince her to have sex with a bunch of black dudes? Um, I don't know. A lot of women doing it for free. Have you ever been to a college campus <laughs> and been to the football dorms? It's like it's a white woman's dream to be with yeah. a black man. She, some of them, not all of them, but some of them need to be dominated by. A black man or a large group fucked by gang of young black men. They imagine Abdul 
at night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a dude that because you gotta figure that those women that uh, man fuck the rest of these arguments. You gotta you gotta figure that the women that let these football players run trains on them grow up and they get married and shit one day, right? They can't be eighteen forever. But they still had their fantasies, and they man that they married years later can never fulfill those fantasies. So then it's like, how am I gonna get back to that that old spark in this relationship? And he's like, I know, darkcabin.com. Did you not see the other guys? You saw the other guys. Uh huh. Don't you remember when Will Ferrell's ex girlfriend he went over there and she was trying to fuck him while her current husband was in the living room, mm-hmm. and the partner was trying to. He was trying to fuck his partner. Um, yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Like, this, this, it's the same thing. That's what they do. It's a cuckold situation. I ain't going to say all white people do this, but it's a website dedicated to this. I, like, I always wow. wonder, like, you'll never find, like, white characters. <laughs> like, there's no there's no black couples actively seeking seeking white men to white dominate his wife. <laughs> no. Or nothing like that. It's if like, it is, it's totally top secret in the black community. Like, this shit only works one way, and I, I have no idea why, but apparently... <laughs> They like to get it in. Anyway, thanks guys for tuning in to the Black Guys Tips podcast uh, for our longest episode ever. Y'all have a good one. Follow us on Twitter on at Rodden's Prime. I'm say that again. That S D A T. Jay White for YouTube number four, number two. Make sure you give us a call 704-557-0186 um, and leave us a voicemail. All right, guys. Until next time. Love you. You too, baby. Thanks, Mwah. guys. friends we hate, man. It's always a fat, ugly one, mad cause she ain't getting no attention. She probably recognize me, wanna have some fun. Let your friend do a thing. Stop hating. Fat bitch. It's always a fat friend that wanna hate. Stop hating. Fat pig. Don't hate on your friend, bitch. Congratulate. I pull up, it's something sweet. I'm ready to meet. Whip, make a tingle, swag, going ready to mingle. I'm fresh. It's the kid, they ain't fucking with the kid. They notice me from the flick, I push up on their chick. I'm in the spot, the spot, pop, bunch of bitches. Shorty hot, post it up in the cut, see which one. I'm a knot of friends with them. I don't care, we can all make it pop. Get the lights, cameras, you know, hot, hot, rockin'. Hey, hey, no haters allowed. Now, which one is a hater for crying out loud? I scope them out, I beat the style, I check them out, I analyze. Always the fat, ugly one that wanna kill a vibe. What's the matter, nobody paying you no attention? She fat, unhappy, and wanna cock block. You're mad, so you hate and create tension. Let your friend do a thing, bitch, don't cock block. You doing, shorty? Here you go, shorty. Uh-uh, girl, let's go. Don't take this hard. Why you hating, huh? Stop hating, huh? We know what you about and who you are. Shit, don't mind her. She drunk, I'm out my dough. Girl, uh-uh, no. Girl, I said let's go. Girl, let's be proper. He gets it in. I done see some of his work and I want some of him. She wanted, let her do a thing. Let her get a bread. Let her come up. Let her get a hand. Let her give me head. I'ma get it. I'ma cash out. I'ma get the chips. I'ma flip it. I'ma sell it. I'ma get rich. The DVD market, yeah, decline. I'm with the EA, so I'm doing